welcome to the Boy Howdy Podcast uh, for the week ending, uh, was it January 31st? Man, it's the end of January. We killed off 1 12th of uh, 2016. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Bill Mudger, and I'm here with uh, special guest host Daniel Rudis. I'm here. My co-host of the Tardy to the Party Podcast at tardypodcast.com. Two times in the last two months. You're so sick of me now. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, yeah, Annie's still away on vacation. She's She did the old Secret Life of Walter Mitty thing. I think she's like... Shooting tribesmen in Tanzania or something like that. So she'll come back someday, I guess. I, I don't, don't get that reference, but I'm gonna. You never seen the Secret Life of Walter Mitty? No. We'll have to do that for the t- Time of the Party podcast, which Will is the theme to? for our other podcast. <laughs> Will we have to? <laughs> I promise not to spend this whole podcast talking about our other podcast. I will yeah. not make that promise. So how you doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Daniel just literally just got done showing me some puzzle solutions in the witness. Fuck that game. Fuck You're, that game. Oh, whatever. Yeah. You're so, so salty because you didn't know how to solve a puzzle. puzzle solutions are there? You said, what, eight, like 800? I thought there was only like 400 uh, solutions I, in that I've game. I've heard 700. It might be more. I'm not sure. Now, is that mainline puzzles or is that including all the secret stuff? That's that, the mainline. Yeah. All the panels. I do appreciate how this game's been out for a week and there's still a ton of that game that people still have not figure out what the hell is in there, which for a video game these days yeah. is kind of a rarity because <laughs> usually a game comes out and it gets, it's got secret shit. People have had half that shit figured out even before before the game comes out that people review the game have had like figured out all the secrets and it's even me looking up guides online to cheat my way through the game even the most like thorough guides to the witness online are like we have no idea what this does but you can do this and also we're only one quarter through the game so come back later so it's 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 pretty funny yeah that is a goddamn gorgeous game everything else aside i just appreciate the um just the art direction in the game mm-hmm. and the little poly. It just that also that game almost looks like it's gonna break your TV because it's so saturated with oh, color. I love the color. This game single handedly makes up for the lack of saturation in the colors of like a thousand other games in the last generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the last colorful game? Because there was probably something after Enslaved, well, but I can't remember. Indie games, actually, you know, in terms of no, like bright game. poppy, like yeah, yeah like Technicolor game. There's not that many of them, even the indie games. Yeah. Undertale's got some nice colors. I don't we, I, I'm talking 3Ds here. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Undertale. Real games. Right? Undertale. Is fuck a, that shit. Fucking good game. Yeah, yeah, which I, that's another I thing we'll talk about. I actually beat it. Yeah. You watched the video. I actually, I didn't realize. So under Undertale, I didn't realize. I I walked past the Temi Town, which I Aww. guess is where you get the special armor, which makes the pacifist run a lot easier. It can, yeah. If Which you die a lot, yeah. When it I gets was cheaper every time you die. Uh, when I was bitching about how I was getting my ass kicked by spoilers for Undertale, I was getting my ass kicked by Muffet at the end of Undertale because I was doing a pacifist near run. the end. And uh, yeah, well, she halfway, yeah. halfway. No, no, she's like that's about three quarters of the game, I think, at least from what I've seen. Um, Did, who here I has guess... actually beaten it? <laughs> oh, ah! oh, my hand is raised. <laughs> Let's well, oh. I only had to look up two hours of, of playthrough video when I got stuck at my. But that person also but, didn't do everything because you said they didn't walk around at the end and talk oh, to all true, the characters yeah. you can talk to. Um, but everyone was right, like, "Oh, did you go back to Temmie Town and get the armor?" And I didn't even know. Like, like I tried to go back with like the you have the ch- chair on the boat person, and mm-hmm. I could not figure out how to get back to. Timmy Town. Aww. So, and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll just watch. I was, at that point in Undertale, detail, I was just in it to see what's going on with the characters. Yeah. Yeah, that, that fucking soundtrack! <laughs> Goddamn! Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, The Witness is... The Witness is what I have been doing this week. Daniel almost punched me in the side of the head last night because we were <laughs> talking... True. Oh, I got so mad at you! <laughs> I got so mad at you! Well, I got to a very early puzzle mm-hmm. where... 
I do one thing I do appreciate about this game is how it teaches you the language yeah. of the puzzle. Try try not to say what you had to do for the puzzle because I would assume half that if of anyone's the, played the game the so far, joy, they know what I'm talking half about. Half of the joy in this game is figuring out that aha moment when you solve a puzzle. You don't think everyone would already kind of have seen what I had to do? It was one of the first like puzzles in the game. Well, you well, let's say it involves reflections. And we can put it at that. No, what I had to do, the thing I got stuck on, I have pissed me off. Well, not st- well. The, the reason why the game was making me grumpy, there's something where you have to, uh, you go to the coast yeah. early in the game, mm-hmm. and you realize that like the, the witness is nothing but fucking placemat Denny's puzzles. Well, that's it's a not little... Nothing, but, that's, that's a little... Uh... That's your only way of interacting with the world, is solving line puzzles, well, really. Yes, okay, line, yeah. Is line me. And it is amazing what they do with that one mechanic. It is How many pretty, things they can do with that. They kind of ring the... Not since Portal, with just, like, <laughs> making holes. Have yeah. someone taken one basic gameplay conceit and just wrung a whole fucking game out of it. But um, there's a, a certain point at the beginning where um, you're doing... Uh, trying to solve puzzle things on these mm-hmm. uh, transparent placemats that overlook this ocean horizon and after a while spoilers for uh, the witness for like the first half hour of the witness uh you realize you kind of have to like not always you have to but one of the things uh you can divine the solutions from is like essentially tracing the pattern of reflected stones out in the horizon and there was one where (laughs) because i was looking at the the puzzle flat straight on like with my nose, essentially my char- my game in-game character's nose pressed against the puzzle. Yeah. I didn't realize in order to really solve the solution, I like get the solution. I had to like be standing back and at a, like a, like a shallow like forty-five degree angle to the placemat, mm-hmm. and then I could like the solution was actually yeah. You just yeah. showed this to me. I was like, look, here it is, and you're like, oh, because you can kind of see <laughs> when your face is like really close to the puzzle and you're like looking at it standard view, yeah. you can kind of see these rocks off to the side. And even then, I was like, okay, well, if if this the solution must be tied to those rocks somehow, yeah. but they're kind of partially occluded by a bigger rock that's right next to you, yeah. and so. I just kind of faked my way through, <laughs> brute forced my way through that puzzle yeah. without really understanding what it was. And now you just picked, literally just showed me in my own game, like, no, Bill, you're supposed to go there. And instead of being so close to the surface of the, of, of, of the puzzle, you have to stand back like five feet and then way off to the side. Yeah. And you can see how the, and the you solution is actually a tracing of those yeah. rocks on the horizon. I was like, okay. Because yeah. like this game, I, I knew the game was a lot about perspective because uh, when I got stymied by that puzzle i skipped ahead to another desert temple puzzle which mm-hmm. that again that's a lot about perspective and stuff and yeah it's just one of these th- it's, just, I don't know. it's so good you oh the game's oh. not quite as bullshit as i thought it was it's not bullshit at all it's amazing uh, yeah so how many puzzles have you done like i have i've completed. done 81 as of last night Ooh, you're on your way i've uh solved 402 puzzles Jesus christ and found 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 34 uh collectibles secrets you, whatever you want to audio call logs because i found one audio log doesn't count though so i'm not sure okay do the Dozen, audio logs maybe. connect in any way is there any kind of narrative uh, they're telling some of them uh kind of give clues to the puzzles you're doing mm-hmm. if you can't figure them out that kind of helps but um otherwise i don't they're just kind of smart people saying smart things all it was the one audio log i found it must be one of the first audio logs in the game because like i said i i when you go into the island of the witness it seems to be your it's kind of designed to have you kind of go in a counterclockwise no clockwise kind of circle around this island at least at the beginning that seems to be what they're kind of kind of yeah and because because, that's what i did too yeah because well the way it kind of 
suggest you should go that way is because the way you're taught the language of these puzzles piecemeal that yeah. seems to be the kind of the path the critical path that yeah. you're supposed to follow but you can skip so, ahead yeah there will you be... can suddenly say fuck and go to the other side of the island if you want and yeah because if yeah. you if follow that route you'll do the reflections then the desert yeah and the quarry but there's a certain point you'll get to in the quarry well they'll there you have to solve a puzzle that you haven't learned how to solve yet yeah exactly. so you'll have to go elsewhere is that with the tetris pieces it. Because I started uh, seeing, maybe I, I broke the moment I broke off from that path. I started seeing puzzles with Tetris pieces, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm way too deep already." <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I did, yeah, I did find the first audio log, which is just Ellie from The Last of Us reading some mm. quote about philosophy from an ancient Chinese philosopher for, for five minutes. Yeah. And she reads it really well. There but is... it had nothing to do. It's more atmosphere. It's no yeah. story or anything. There's so much shit hidden everywhere in this game that you yeah. can stumble across and just find and like statues hidden places and yeah i did the first thing last night where... like shadows like i found a pile of garbage on top of a, a hill and then i i was running around later in the game and that pile of garbage made a shape into a pe- person on a rock and i was like oh and you were talking about there's like another my pants are exploding where there's a perspective thing where like one of the, are they statues or are they frozen people i don't island? know that's part of the mystery i, I was think. playing it with dylan the other night and she was like this is really fucking creepy what, what the hell's <laughs> going on here again because there's no real story of the game you're kind of allowed to like it, yeah. At least right now, at the I'm outside, near, you're kind I'm of, near, you can apply I any think? kind of story you want. I'm near the end. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm in- According to Giant Bomb, it sounds like there's a point where you, if you've solved enough puzzles, they'll just kind of let you beat the game. But mm, uh, Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, because I'm inside the um, mountain right now where all the... On the previously like recorded Twitch stream, which is... They're the Red Letter Media guys. You guys do the, do the hairiest Plinkett yeah. Star Wars reviews. They have their own gaming thing. Um, they got tired of the game super quickly and just went to go watch the ending on YouTube. Ugh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Which, Don't they s- didn't show the ending on their Twitch stream, but they just okay. le- like they just watched it while you know you could listen to the audio, and yeah. the ending of the game does not sound that promising. So okay, I'm but this is see. from people who haven't played it. They played it for about 20 minutes. Yeah, so <laughs> they cannot... Their opinion is horribly um, colored in the negative. Much, even from, from what I heard about the ending, it doesn't sound that great. But again, the, the game point of this game does not seem to be the story. Yeah, that's like... No, any ending that if you don't know the story to, you're like, <laughs> well, that's kind of a bullshit ending. Um, I'm sure you know what next time we talk, I'm sure you'll have beaten yeah, the game. You, I, you can know tell what? me more about I how. I got bored of The Last of Us in two minutes, so <laughs> I just skipped ahead and watched the ending. It um, wasn't very good. Which I've seen people do that, especially like, because at least there is a known story to The Last of Us. That seems especially yeah. weird to skip uh, to the end. But oh, yeah, Undertale, yeah. not that bullshit. Is, or not Undertale. Wait, what am I talking? The Witness. About? I'm so still under Undertale. I love yeah. Undertale so much. So if you find a puzzle and you're like, "This puzzle's bullshit. I hate this game. It's stupid." <laughs> just ask me about the puzzle. Send me up an image. You're of the, the grumpy puzzle. turtle on PSN. <laughs> Send me and on. No, I'm uh, grumpy turtle on PSN because nobody had stolen that name from me. Oh, uh, you're just just grumpy turtle, yeah. not the grumpy turtle. The only reason I'm the grumpy turtle on some <laughs> websites is because there some asshole already stole oh, grumpy turtle. Witness. It's pretty though. I do really just. It is nice walk around that world but i'm not much of a puzzle person in the first place i'm Mm -hmm. one of those people i love puzzles i wish maybe it's well i was gonna say i'm one of those people who wishes like zelda had less puzzles and more action but i wish the puzzles you're everything wrong with zelda fandom uh well at least i wish (laughs) at least after a while they could integrate the puzzles more organically into zelda where it's not just you go underground here's a dungeon you just solve a bunch of random push block switch puzzles for five minutes until you get the magic weapon from the that's gonna that is so dismissive 
And what that's what it is. That's the form. Like, at least yep, there's the nothing but push puzzles like, in no, Zelda. I've never been, you know, I've always had, you know, puzzles. Reflecting light never comes into play. complicated history of puzzles. Boomerangs never come into play. Yeah. Yep, Zelda, just push pushing blocks that's around. That's all it is. Ice blocks and fucking blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I hate you. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so I'm glad you're having a good time. Man, It's there seems to be a whole bunch of people who are underserved. There's a lack of puzzle games. Like, people like you, who are just fucking devouring this fucking game. And the like, great thing Mana about, from heaven. like, playing this game since it just came out and getting to play it right now is... I can't be tempted to go look at a guide online. I have yeah. to solve this crap myself because there are no guides. Yeah. Well, like I said, even me when I went to go when I when I tried to throw in and, there, and went to the guy, the guy was, was like, I don't know. There was a puzzle involving colors that I sat and stared at for like half an hour. Here we go. Ready? Set. Ah. It's boy howdy. So this is more. Yeah. No, I'm not complaining. We're a little more um, formal. At the time of the party. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, there's a puzzle involving colors, and I was trying to solve it for half an hour. I'm like, this is impossible. This is fucking impossible. And much like you didn't do, I changed my perspective and was like, oh, this isn't what they want me to do at all. Okay. I have to do the puzzle in a completely different way than I thought I had to do it. Also, this game also requires you to break out pen pencil and paper yeah like you have that commitment because that's I got good. To, well i got to uh, some puzzles last night where uh you solve a string of surprisingly easy puzzles mm-hmm. and then you realize that there's another uh there's a uh, symmetrical series of other puzzles like facing the first puzzles that you so solved that the solutions are the same thing but flipped it's like the yeah. symmetry thing and so, but you don't have the guides to show you exactly what the solution is supposed to be. So you have to like I th- either draw the solutions, take screenshots, and kind of flip them, and then or trace. I'm not sure. It's been a long time. Like I, I probably <laughs> finished those. Been a day and a half. <laughs> it's probably been since Tuesday since yeah, I did exactly, that yeah. one. But I think much like the other one, you can probably stand back and do it from a distance. Oh, I didn't think because if you it could because again, it's trans. All these things are transparent. I didn't yeah. think about how you could probably just. Well, solve the puzzle from the other side and essentially trace the solutions yeah. from... Or standing because, in the middle of the room so you can see both in front of you. Yeah, which you can do that too because, yeah, you can solve... You could do the line solution standing yeah. like 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 50 feet away from a puzzle. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be... Like, again, that's one of the things that tripped me up at the beginning was yeah. thinking I had to have the panel squared right in front of me and have my, you know, character's virtual nose almost pressed to the glass in order to solve the puzzle. Yeah. No, that sometimes you have to back away and, like, mm-hmm. you might have to solve that puzzle from across the room or something like that. So it's not that bad. It doesn't help that Jonathan Blow seems to be kind of an insufferable windbag a little bit himself. But you don't want to conflate yeah. the personality of the person who made the game on the game itself, even though by nature the game is an extension of that person's personality. But yeah. I, I, since he's not an artist, he didn't come up with how good this game looks. Yeah, so remember, I'm sure he just had insight. But. Uh, I still remember, and I love Braid. I loved. If I wish I could forget everything about Braid, so I could go back and solve those. It's probably puzzles. been long enough that you could probably go back now. Oh, and I love Braid stuff. Um, I got all the stars in Braid. That's how much I love Braid. Um, I remember when Jonathan Blow first put out the thing saying, hey, I'm looking for an artist with a witness. I almost threw my name in the bag just to be like, I don't know art. I draw, <laughs> but I don't know video game art, and I'm glad I didn't because 
I don't think anything I could have come up with would have looked as nice as, as this. I'm game sure looks. there would have been a lot more rocks in the shapes of penises. Oh yeah, in the game. It's <laughs> not a lot <laughs> more of those. Maybe if I knew like 3D modeling, but yeah, no, like I even man, some of the shit I've seen that I guess is kind of spoiler solutions for stuff. Not even not even solutions, but like there's one thing where there's like a bunch of rocks that if you look at the reflection in the water, it's like a lady laying in the water yeah. and stuff, which I don't even think is a That's solution the, to no, anything. It's, it's just it's just atmospheric. There's stuff like that everywhere. It's so good. Yeah. So just even as just, I think it's worth forty bucks just to wander around that island and just. I've gotten uh, my forty bucks worth. Well, you have just because you will suck the marrow out of a fucking bone like a caveman. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm I'm, uh, I'm 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 sure I'm over 40, 50 hours into that game fucking now. Games. You were like like the fucking ultra. What's what's the fucking in the Transformers movie that planet um, that eats other worlds? That is you for video games. <laughs> Yeah, um, for which this, is funny because yeah. you got a full time job. Yeah, like you, you, like yeah, but you're just very. You're. I'm, I have to come to the conclusion that you're just better at video games than me because we'll play <gasps> on like, no. we'll like Destiny <laughs> last time you were whooping my ass and you only God. died sixteen times. That was yeah, sixteen to your two. Yeah, <laughs> we beat the Taken King last night together, which is like the second time I've played any of that Taken King content because I wanted to do a private match in Battlefield yeah. so we could run around, but you they fucking set a minimum so player count is on them. Well, like a minimum Stupid. four players yes. for battlefront yeah, yeah. That's, for yeah. any specific mode were we trying yep. to get into well the bigger ones that require like at least six which makes but, sense if you're gonna do like but, walker assault or something yeah sure it makes sense but one of the f- like things i like doing in game multiplayer games is going into a map by myself exploring it and figuring didn't out we, how it works we play the single player stuff? stuff didn't we do that with uh we did the single player, like, not that there's much single player stuff in Battlefront, but there was, yeah. like, that tutorial kind of opening stuff. Yeah, we stuff. did that stuff together. Wasn't that private? Because we were playing offline. Yeah. It's not like other people were coming but, into our games. But the private matches like are the actual stuff you play with people online. Oh, okay. Like, Deathmatch and okay. Walker Assault and stuff like that. I guess there's a reason why they don't want a one-on-one Deathmatch stuff, because maybe the game's not No, it's stupid. That, it's don't stupid. justify it. It's bullshit. I know, I know. It's almost like Battlefront's kind of disappointing. Almost. It's almost like Destiny's. I like when we went from Battlefront to Destiny last night. Yeah. One disappointment to another. Not the, the, the slightly better disappointment. Destiny. Yeah, at least with Destiny, you know what kind of you, you have a firm grasp on the dis- disappointment yeah. in that situation. Whereas yeah. this, Battlefront's continuing to disappoint people in all, fresh, surprising new ways <laughs> with every content update. Yep. Um, but yeah. So what else has been going on? Uh. Well, since the last time, just I was fucking on. the witness. Yeah, pretty much. Nothing but the witness. What else you been doing? Oh man, man, have you seen The Godfather? This I, is a big I think thing I've with seen... us because we do this podcast where all we do, Tardy the Party, is all. It, it's our podcast where we're just tackling stuff that we've never seen before. So me and Daniel, half is, half our conversations are like, "Have you seen this before?" Because it could <laughs> it's be something such a we could talk movie. about. The podcast. I think I've seen like ninety five percent of it. I've, it's I I like, kind of yeah. stopped. I think I stopped and for about half an hour because that movie's like eight hours long. I stopped for like half an hour right when the Godfather is playing with his grandson. Yeah, that's like twenty minutes from the end. Yeah, yeah, and close. then I, I I jumped back in at the christening. Yeah, you skipped like five minutes. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, then I've much, actually, then yeah. I've seen the Godfather, and when I was <laughs> oh. watching it, like every scene, I'm like, I've seen the Godfather. Yeah, maybe well, not. So maybe not filmed in this, but I've seen the. Godfather. Well, it's like when we watch Citizen Kane for Tardy the Party. Yeah. Like we all kind of like you have Casablanca. Like episode you're like, two of Tardy to the Party. Yeah. Oh, very good. We've only done twenty five episodes. Well, actually, we've done twenty five episodes. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! Space, Half a year. Space basically. Jam is coming out this Wednesday. Space mm-hmm. Jam was fucking great. Spoilers for Tardy the Party. Space Jam was alright. Space Jam. I had. I was surprisingly. I was Expectations were dirt low. Uh, you still have to figure out what you're doing here. I know. Uh, okay, so uh, Godfather uh, on HBO Go, 
um, which is their streaming thing. Not, you know, I don't have an HBO subscription, but this is just like their yeah. HBO's version of Netflix. Uh, they just unveiled the, the seven-hour supercut of the first two Godfather movies, mm-hmm. um, where they took the original Godfather and... On either end of that first Godfather movie, they took the second Godfather movie, is cut it in half, and essentially took all the Godfather stuff and made it uh, chronological. Because mm-hmm. uh, the second Godfather movie jumps back and forth between like 1910 New York shit and like 1960s gangster shit. Essentially, Godfather 2 is essentially both prequel and sequel to the first movie. And so essentially, this is a seven hour supercut of. It should only be six hours because the first two Godfather movies are only three hours apiece, but then they also threw in a whole bunch of deleted scenes. Yeah. Like an hour's worth of deleted scenes. So this is fucking seven hours. I think they call it the epic novel for television of The Godfather, but it's actually pretty good. If you're a Godfather fan, it's really good. I got to see a whole bunch of deleted scenes and stuff I've never. I've always heard of before, but I've never actually seen. Yeah. Like, there's a totally... There's some deleted scenes in there, though, which should stay deleted scenes. There's, um... <laughs> one random scene from The Godfather Part Two that they put back into the supercut where, in The Godfather Part Two, when the characters are all, like, teen... Like, ten years old and, like, nine, not ten years old. Muppet like, Babies? It's, 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 yeah, it always get kind of the Muppet Babies. It's Muppet Babies with Babies Vito Corleone. They go to a gunsmith, and they're trying to get their guns repaired. And there's, like, this little 10-year-old kid named Carmine Coppola who's playing the flute for no reason. And turns out Francis Ford Coppola's father played the flute and would have been the same age. would have been, like, a 10-year-old at the time of these events. So it's just, I like... I can't imagine why that scene got cut. Yeah, and, and that was a deleted scene because it's just a jerk-off thing for Francis Ford Coppola's father. But they put it back into the supercut. Just to, It's the complete. It's everything they ever filmed for either Godfather movie. <laughs> well, now that Francis Ford Coppola's uh, dad is dead, I guess we could put it back in the movie. I know, it's that kind of thing. Well, I guess it's a kind of a tribute oh. to his dad. It doesn't make... The, nothing else happens in the scene other than, Hey, Carmine Coppola, why don't you play your flute? <laughs> It's just there's a whole bunch of shit. It's good though. I had a good time while I was working this week. I just kind of had that plank in the background. Yeah. Um. Have I ever made you listen to Star Wars Minutes, the podcast no. for these guys? No, it's always kind of interesting me, but I never actually. I mean, you have to, to really it. like Star Wars. Yeah. To be into Star Wars, I like Minutes. Star Wars fine, but I'm not like I'm not like last week's episode of Boy Howdy. I'm not that level of, oh. of Star Wars devotion. About Star Wars a little bit, a little bit, like an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> like more than half the podcast. I'm not saying that's a, as a negative. <laughs> I'm just saying you guys well, can talk about Star Wars. Yeah, we have Star Wars opinions. That's true. Um, the Star Wars minute because I was doing a lot of work this week. I got to clear off a lot of podcast stuff this week, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, so I mainlined a shitload of the Star Wars minute. The Star Wars minute is a daily podcast where they cover a minute of one of the Star Wars movies. They just have a special guest come on. It's it's hosted by two guys and they always have a third guest come in and, and talk to them about that so they've gone they, they eventually worked their way through the first three original star wars movies which Oof. how many minutes would that be because you're talking about how how it's 120 minutes per movie roughly three minutes and so that's like 400 episodes they had to devote just to the original trilogy now they're doing the prequels and they just got to the how point, long is each episode it's like anywhere from like 15 to half uh, half an hour, 15 wow. minutes to half an hour to talk about one minute of footage from a movie. One minute. It's a really Bill weird Bill held format. up two, two fingers and said <laughs> one minute. It feels like two. Uh, so, but yeah, these poor bastards who, like everyone else, they're not fans of the prequels, but they decided to take this this podcast oh, format man. through the prequels and they just got to the point where Anakin Skywalker shows up. And so, of course, like, a five-minute scene with Anakin Skywalker lasts a whole week on this podcast because, they t- like, that's five minutes of footage. That's a minute of footage for, you know, a, for a day. And they just, 
Oh man, they it's it got to the point where they seem to be kind of regretting <laughs> doing Probably. the prequels now. But they're having, but the other thing too, instead of uh, now that they're talking about their prequels, they're trying their best to be positive about about mm. the prequels, and their guests are trying to be positive, but they're trying they're trying real hard but failing real bad. It's almost like Mystery Science Theater where the the can't wait till they get to that scene where Anakin rides a f- giant flea creature. Oh man. Well, they talk about because they're doing the like the Blu-ray editions of these movies too, which means they added like an extra lap to the pod race in Phantom Menace, which yeah. adds an extra two minutes Ugh. to I think is something like so the po- just covering the pod race is going to take like. Um, but like then a again, the, I mean, the pod race is the best part of that movie. Yeah, yeah not exactly. that's not saying a lot. But, but... They, they even said because what are they going to talk about? Because like, oh, we really like that part where he goes whoosh and the other guy goes whoosh. Yeah. And so yeah, they're starting to see the cracks in their format, but it, <laughs> it's kind of comical. It's, it's 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 a good little podcast, the Star Wars minute. Um, yeah, one of the guys is a is a cartoonist named Alex. Robinson, who did a great comic book called Box Office Poison, mm. and uh, oh, just good guys. Just, I shouldn't be pimping another podcast, but fucking yeah, Star not? Wars minutes, fucking good. Um, I'm, it's not like you have to choose your podcast. I, I can only listen to one. What uh, podcast do you listen to? Lots. Yeah. So, well, uh, Giant Bomb. Okay. Even though. I, what do you mean, even though? No, e- well, if you had let me finish my sentence <laughs> instead of interrupting. The, 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 way, the look at your face even is though, like, even though. Even though I disagree vehemently with two of the, the uh, panelists' opinions on a lot of games. Gersman and who? Uh, I just said Gersman because a lot of... Well, Riker's out of his fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> but as, as humans, I find that Riker's entertaining. Riker's the Jar Jar Binks of uh, Giant Bombcast, too. Uh, Do you listen to the the East uh, the, the Beast cast? Yes, yeah, sometimes. No. Um... What else weekly? Uh, the two, the super best friends play podcast or YouTube channel. What's that? And they have a podcast. I'm finding I'm getting more into the YouTube stuff these days too, because I've got an Apple TV, so I could just watch YouTube while I work from home, and so mm-hmm. like there's a lot of nice stuff I can watch on there. Uh, the Dana Gould Hour. That's a very good podcast. Oh, that's right. You. By... Comedian Dana Gould. Uh, you recommended me the Dana Gould Halloween special from last year. That was really yeah. good because all a whole of his bunch episodes of... are like that, where he talks about the history of like Hollywood. It's not like for a, a while. weekly thing. It's monthly. Oh, okay. well, it's nice because he ends. He can actually do more of a yeah. production that way. That's. Really I mean, it's cool. called the Dana Gould Hour, but it's always like three hours long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, the Halloween was really good because he had a whole bunch of guests and they were all doing like Halloween ghost stories. Yeah, and, yeah it wasn't just two guys on a couch. It wasn't like us, two white guys saying, I played video games. Yeah. What'd you do this week? I remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did this get made? I keep on hearing good things about them. That's I've never good. seen them. Yeah. Uh, Comedy Bang Bang, if I like the guests. Joshin loves that. My housemate Joshin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else do I listen to? And I boy listen howdy. to a lot. Oh, well, obviously, Boy Howdy. Oh, yeah, it's delicious. I've, I've really gotten into this this new podcast. It's, it's still in its first 50 episodes. <laughs> But it's got these two assholes on it. Um, it's got this fat Laurel Hardy motherfucker <laughs> and this skinny Laurel Hardy motherfucker. It's called Tardy to the Party at tardypodcast.com. I hear they're going to talk about Space Jam this week. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah, they're going to talk about Space Jam. And they're going to talk about Anastasia. Wait, no. But, what, but, what are you doing after Space at Space Jam and what? Um, uh, what did I watch? <laughs> Our la- latest uploaded episode is Casablanca. This week is Space Jam. Uh-huh. I edited these. You think I would remember? I was uh, something. What did I watch? Oh, uh, Some Like It Hot. Uh, Some Like It Hot, which wasn't too bad. It was a good movie. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Tardy to the Party, uh, so episode 18, what, we watched Breakfast at Tiffany's, <laughs> which if you want to hear two people rip apart a movie, 
<laughs> I was hoping I would like it, but it and we out. thought that was going to be the worst one we've ever seen. Yeah, but anyway, I was at my uh, studio and one of the because you're a dance guy. Yeah, one of the uh, other girls that I've talked to about Breakfast at Tiffany's was like, "Hey, Daniel, this she this this other girl Holly likes Breakfast at Tiffany's." Why were you raving about how much you hate Breakfast at no, Tiffany's I had, at the studio? I had talked to this other uh, girl about it, and she was like, um, "I tried to watch it. I fell asleep." <laughs> And I was like, that's that's the right that's way to pro- do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's like, she likes breakfast at Tiffany's. And I was like, why? What the fuck is wrong with you? And well, she's like, thing. it's a good movie. That's... And I was like, I, I go, but the main character, you can have this on the break. The main character. Daniel brought red velvet Oreos that I was <laughs> cracked into. But yeah. She's a narcissistic, egotistical, money-grubbing, boring human being. You're talking and, about Audrey Hepburn's character, yes. not the ballerina yeah, yeah, yeah. you were talking to. Yeah, yeah. but then the, the girl goes, <laughs> oh, oh, I no. kind of relate to her. <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't know. That's the thing. Breakfast at Tiffany's has always been recommended. I mean, I've seen it before. You, Breakfast at Tiffany's was <laughs> your pick. You hadn't seen it before, yeah. but like uh, almost everything I've heard positive about Breakfast at Tiffany's has either been from film historians, uh, people apologizing for Mickey Rooney in the movie, or it's well, been women been like, Oh, Audrey Hepburn, she's so stylish. Well, I'm not done and, yet with the story yet. Yeah. So, so then I listed off a bunch of other things that I hate about the movie because it's a long list. Yeah. And um, she goes, but she's so pretty. <laughs> I was like, that's that's, that's, it, that's the, the argument. Thing. That's yeah. your whole argument. Well, that's like guys with Star Wars and people this, point out that Star okay, Wars so, is bullshit, and we're like, but lightsabers. But wait, the best part. This girl is Japanese. And <sighs> I went up to her up? the next day. I was like. I walked up and I went, and this is the next day, and it's got the most racist stereotype of any Did Asian it take person you day ever. To recover? Eh. And she goes, that part's funny. And I just put my hands on the side of my head and I said, no. You know I think this is something we even addressed in the podcast where if you're someone who grew up with a like, family guy. That might was, seem kind of funny from like a postmodern like, ironic no, kind of way. No, it's it's, it's not funny. And oh she's like, my God. "No, it's Japanese. I'm Japanese. I'm it's okay." And I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, so that mean. does not make it okay." <laughs> I mean, that is like it's it's terrible when Mickey Rooney is only well, one of the problematic. That's what I said on episode yeah. eighteen of Party whole... to the Party podcast. Oh, I said I'm more offended at the fact that it's this. Mickey Rooney's not funny than the actual racist stereotype of it. Yeah, because the comedy itself, it's like but, even like, regardless of the political correctness, shit, it's just like fucking horrifying grating. Like, like discovering that somebody under the age of sixty likes that movie was flabbergasting. <sighs> Again, a lot of people drawn to the style and the whole Audrey Pepper and thing, but it's just yeah, that fucking movie. And there's not like any. I I like how I'm still mostly offended by the fact that they're mask thieves. There's a point where the main characters go into a, like, oh, like a five and dime, like yeah. a mom and pop shop, and steal a couple Halloween masks. I'm like, fuck you, man, you rich motherfuckers. Uh, that's the thing I'm more offended by anything else. But yeah, uh, but yeah, we thought Breakfast at Tiffany's was going to be the worst movie we ever review on 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 that's Part of the Party. But then we saw uh, Blake Edwards, the guy who directed. Uh, Breakfast activities. He did uh, Victor Victoria, and that is probably the roughest time we've ever had getting through a movie before because that was just dire. Yeah, that was. Oh, that thanks was. Thanks for picking Black. that one. Uh, well, hey, we both had our <laughs> Blake Edwards picks, and now we know yeah. never go back to yeah, Blake Edwards. Never, never going to yeah. do the Pink Panther. We're not never going to do Sob or Ten or any of that shit. Oh man. So what else you do? 
Uh, I played a, I tried to play a bunch of Final Fantasy VI this week. I did play some, but I didn't play. I actually even today after we were done recording today, I'll probably try to mainline more of it. Uh, this is not to keep on talking about Tardy of the Party, but we're gonna. Uh, but this is a future installment because uh, we don't do just movies on Tardy of the Party. We do uh, books and games, movies and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did Silent Hill. This is gonna be with the third game I've done for Tardy of the Party because yeah. uh, I did our very first episode was me playing um, Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island. And then uh, at Halloween, I did uh, Silent Hill 2 at Daniel's recommendation, which mm-hmm. is actually really good, too. I was worried you were going to hate that, but you actually and like it. Yeah, Final Fantasy VI is That's, probably... <laughs> that Silent Hill 2, because I love that game so much, was our... It's currently, and still is, I'm pretty sure, our longest episode. Yeah? Yeah, yeah episode 11. We really 11. went blow by blow about that game. But yeah, no, uh, aside from Yoshi's story, I think Final Fantasy VI is probably my biggest gaming backlog thing. Yeah. Um, because I love the like I played the original uh Final Fantasy for this for the eight uh, bit Nintendo. I love the show Final Fantasy two for the Super Nintendo. But for some reason, I just never got around to playing Final Fantasy six. Yeah, this is actually a really good game. It's I just uh, <laughs> all I know about the game is I've now done, so I have no idea what's going on in the rest of the game because yeah, I did. The, the only two things I knew about the game was the Opera House and something else. And I've done those two. Th- oh, the Phantom Train! I, the fact oh, that yeah. you can suplex the train. I yeah. suplexed the, the the Phantom Train, and I did suplexed that. the fuck out of that train. And literally last night, the last thing I did before we were recording, I did the whole Opera House thing. And now I have uh, gotten the airship from mm-hmm. what's his name, Setzer. Yeah. And he's just dropped me off on the Southern Continent, and I got to the town called like Mandrake or something like that. Mm-hmm. I started wandering around the continent. Oh, that's the best thing I got the. <laughs> This this really is tired of the party talk. I got the espers. Yeah. Like you can start equipping espers in the game, which are essentially the Final Fantasy VI equivalent of summons. Yeah. And the way you learn spells in Final Fantasy VI, I figured out. I thought you could just learn spells just by leveling up your character, and your character would just suddenly like new learn new spells as they level up. No, you have to equip these espers, mm. and the more you have them equipped to your character, you'll learn spells from your from these esper guys. Yeah. Which is great because you could swap the espers between all your different party members, so you can make all. Your your party members learn like all the spells in the game which i love any game that lets you turn any character into a swiss army knife it's true like all like so right now i've got like my biggest toughest guy trying to learn that all the cure spells i'm gonna make everyone learn all the cure spells so it's a really grinding friendly game which is kind of nice because if i want to listen to podcasts or watch the venture brothers which is something else i've been trying to do Mm -hmm. uh it's good just like background stuff i could just keep on you know just grinding and smashing up monsters and but yeah final fantasy 6 the music's great the characters are great they do a whole bunch of crazy stuff with narrative. We'll talk about this on Tardy. Tardy whenever yeah, but that's going to be a long time because you're just ticking your way through. So. I have put 11 hours in the game so far, which this is like the eighth time I've tried to play Final Fantasy yeah. VI. This is the first time I've gotten past like the first half But this hour. time you're committed. Oh, well, yeah, especially now that I got to the fun part. Now that I got yeah. the espers, I can learn magic spells, and I can really start beefing up my characters. Yeah. And I did the opera part, which is great. Like, there's, it was, it's not that I, it's... Like, yeah, it's it's the game's building momentum for me in a really yeah, good way. So, good. yeah, Final Fantasy VI is fucking good. It's yeah. fucking good, yeah. Fucking good. Um, what else? What, what else you, you been do? doing anything else? I've been playing The Witness. <laughs> that's that's been pretty much really, my week. Really, it seems like that's one of your old thing. Work, uh, Witness, and Dance have been all, all I've been doing pretty much. My only other thing was... Uh, trying to catch up with Venture Brothers because season six of the Venture Brothers starts tonight. Yeah, and How I'm not are you? gonna make it because I just finished season three last night. Okay, which is not saying much because <laughs> I I only picked up halfway through season three. Because I that's... think the, season three is where I I'm 
I didn't so much stop as I just kind of stopped watching TV, yeah. I guess. Were you watching it like on Adult Swim on broadcast TV? Yeah. Yeah. I never had cable. Yeah. Like in my 20s, so I was just like watching it on DVD and stuff like that and just kind of Maybe wandered I... away from it now. But now yeah. I'm watching it on Hulu and I got all the episodes. Oh, I should do that. I have a Hulu account. Um, yeah, well, I don't know if the new Netflix... You would think hopefully the new episodes will debut on Netflix on Hulu too. There's no reason they wouldn't. But I have cable so I could watch it on there. I also I have, yeah. I can just little torrent the episodes yeah. if I have to. Oh, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Venture Brother pretty good. Finally got around to finishing that third season. Finally, after like four years of stagnating <laughs> on that. Not that there's yeah. anything wrong with the third season of the Venture Brothers anyway. So you, you yeah. like Venture Brothers? I love Venture Brothers. Yeah. Um, I know the things, those things that happen... The thing that really kicked me in the ass to want to pick up the Venture Brothers again was they had a special last year that's supposed to connect essentially tied people over until the new season started this year Yeah, and uh, because I only watched up until halfway through season three and then watching this special that takes place you know because like what like after the fifth season yeah like I was like what the fuck did they do to these characters because like <laughs> yeah one of the things like even in the three it's and like half... it's like picking up a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic now and like bro Turtles are completely robotic, or like or something have like their that. You're like, what the something? fuck? Because you expect this, uh, car- even Adult Swim cartoons can be kind of static in terms of the characters in the universe and stuff. Yeah. Um. But and even in you know the three and a half years of the Venture Brothers, I'd watched. You know, some of the characters had changed a little bit and stuff, but um, seeing like the places that the characters were in that TV special that came out last summer, I was like, what? Wait, what? Brock's no spoilers for Venture Brothers. Like Brock's no longer the guardian for the venture team and this has happened and this character's over here doing this and i'm like what the fuck happened uh the fucking uh second henchman is dead you know the the, yeah. the monarchs two henchmen one yeah, of the guys died everybody can do the voice yeah, which i just saw last night right before i went to bed that was the episode it's the season three finale is the one where he gets blown up yeah like, do you know oh, why no. he's got blown up Wh- they why? were sick of doing a voice oh is that what it yeah. was yeah oh, i don't want to do this voice anymore monarch's gonna i'm kill really us. sick of it what's Really? Yeah. Of all the <laughs> That's voices. what I heard, at least. I, I might be incorrect, That's but... a terrible reason to do that character. <laughs> Hire someone new to it's do a, that voice. It may be a terrible get reason to... Romano! It may be a terrible reason to get rid of the character, but it's a perfect reason for the Venture Brothers to get <laughs> rid know, of exactly, the character. I know, exactly, yeah. Um, I'm surprised they're going to kill off anyone. I'm surprised they're just kill off fucking Dr. Girlfriend, because that's... Like... Yeah, but wait till you see what they do with the other henchmen. Oh, man. Well, that's the thing, is like, because I saw that special, I got to see, like, how the henchman is still... The other henchman guy still getting over the fact that his, his his friend died and now the pieces are starting to slide into place because also Brock leaves the venture team at the end of the third season so I'm starting to see glimmers of the stuff I saw in the future yeah. um venture brothers are fucking good Dr. Girl that's the thing I, I could I could joke <clears throat> about them killing off Dr. Girlfriend but she's like this almost like this she's the only character in the whole show that has any goddamn sense yeah true Dr. Girlfriend she's the only one who has any kind of institutional memory or any kind of like She's not petty and like oh, that's the characters. Oh, She's one of the only level-headed characters in that show. Which is yeah. Every time I hear that voice now, I'm like, oh, that's that's attractive voice. I'm like, oh no, it's not the voice. She's sexy. <laughs> she's sexy, but she's smart. And she's like, I don't know. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> don't even. <stop. laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no, it's a good fucking Adventure Brothers. I like that goddamn thing. Yeah, it's a good show. Especially, I didn't realize it's been on for 13 years now. Yeah. And which it, I know a lot of people complain because it essentially takes them two years to do every season. Hence why there's only six seasons in 13 years. But uh, Venture Brothers, yeah, a yeah. big show about failure. But that is 
Yeah, one of the rare cartoons where characters actually grow and change and die and yeah. die in a way they don't come Which back. Is, and, and it's really surprising with that show is how well they managed to keep it going and keep the quality up when it was pretty much like a one-note joke through that first yeah, was, season. Hey, it wasn't Johnny Quest stupid. Yeah. And now it's kind of evolved into its whole new thing. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess this season, because all the characters moved Plus, to New York, I guess it's supposed to be like an Avengers kind of like my Barbara thing. But yeah. if you, What is it? Um... If you ever want to hear Dr. Venture sing a song, go listen to the, the official release of One Night in Bangkok. Because really? the, the lead singer of that song sounds exactly like Dr. Venture. <laughs> well, they have put out... I, I have the, the Venture Brothers con- like Christmas album. Yeah. Where it's like... Uh, no, but I was listening to One Night oh, in God. Bangkok, and I was like, this is Dr. Venture singing this. It's funny, because Jojo, he loves to listen and watch to uh, comedy stuff. So was it James Urbaniak? Yeah, is the is the voice of Doctor Venture? He'll show up on like skits and stuff, like yeah. we'll be watching random YouTube videos, and he'll like you recognize that voice. Not to close my eyes, I'm like, oh, it's Doctor Venture. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. You can also uh, speaking of podcasts, go listen to the Super Ego podcast, which he is on sometimes. No, oh, really, Super Ego podcast number one podcast is my favorite podcast. What are they talking of all about? Time. Is it like a comedy it's, thing it's, or a pop culture? Uh, it's a sh- improv like uh produced improv show oh, okay so these a bunch of people get together and do a bunch of improv and then it, uh uh matt gorley edits it and puts in sound effects and and tightens it up and makes it a really oh it's it's really good See, that's the thing. I need there've to been listen to more there's like been podcasts paul tompkins nice. been on it he's now uh, an actual member of it okay. um uh what's her name the la- the chick from um Bob's Burgers and uh, Gravity Falls. Uh, oh, Kristen Shaw. Yeah, yeah, she's in it. I always thought Linda Belcher for a second. That's not a lady. Yeah, yeah. All uh, right. This, it's a it is a fantastic podcast. Man, do you listen to the only produced podcast I listen to? There's one called Imaginary Worlds, which is Don't essentially um, Amer- this American Life, but for creative stuff. Mm. Um, like they they had a whole run of like just like about pop culture and Star Wars and stuff like that. Um, there's another one called oh god, it's one about Hollywood. Uh, it's about like old Hollywood like Manson murders and mm. old like 1930s like. Have you read Helter- Fatty Arbuckle murder mysteries? And Have stuff? you read Helter Skelter? No, that's a good book. Is it a good book? Yeah, it was written by the uh, prosecutor of the Manson case. Okay. Is really good. Is it's, it a more recent book? Or? No, it's. Old. I would imagine not. It's old. That, that was it's like amazing to like fifty read years ago and, and like find out um, how badly the police f that case up and really? how the prosecutor did so much. Like there was a bloody thumbprint on like the the uh, button that opened the gates, uh-huh. and like the cops completely ignored it and like so, yeah, also was... pressed it. And really? it's, yeah, they did a terrible job. With I wonder that. if they assumed because it was like a Hollywood star. Because I know, like, the... Cause I always heard about more about the murders rather than the prosecution of the murders. Mm-hmm. Murders. Um, which is funny, because I know that whole trial was, like, supposed to be the trial of the century when it was happening. Yeah. Um, but I wonder just because it was, like, a Hollywood actress. Because I think I think the, the Manson family tried to make it look like it was, like, a, just, just a bunch of, bunch of drug fiends that attacked them. Uh, so black, I wonder... Black people, because they wanted to... That's to, what it was. They wanted they, to it start was the racial race insight. War. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if maybe the cops were just thinking... Yeah, they weren't thinking. No, they, they it was were... pretty obvious that it wasn't like. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's a good book. If if people haven't read Helter Skelter and you like like, okay, true crimes type stuff, that's that's super good. Read the audio book by Emo. I always see something. <laughs> there was the guy. There was a bloody thumbprint. I can't do it, Emo Phillips. <laughs> they wrote 
Die all pigs on the wall. Sharon um, Tate's body was so warm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no. Uh, did we? We just did a Emo Phillips impression talking about Marilyn Manson murders. Fantastic. Marilyn Manson, yeah. Or <laughs> Charles Manson. We also got Marilyn Monroe on the mic because we did just watch some like it hot too. Yeah, she doesn't leave like your Jell-Lin mind Springs. pretty easy. God um, damn, that kind of scrambling very. <laughs> realize i haven't masturbated to her all week what oh no doing? what are you doing What's with the your life something like it hot if you don't jerk off the Marilyn Monroe at the end yeah yeah i think burt so, lar kind of frazzled my brain at the end of that thing so that's pretty much what i've been doing that's that what else? i've been doing what else you do that's it that's it that's the anticlimactic end of the first part of this podcast yeah well, okay we're gonna take a break and we'll be back in a minute with the geek week news and review preach it yeah it's hard to come up with something witty when your podcast isn't pre-written and produced. In it, in it, in it, in it. Okay, we gotta go suckle each other's teats. Nope. No. No. Get off me. God. No. Yes. Yeah, no. I'm trying to think. Is there like VR or anything else out there other than just like little tech demos and stuff? Yeah, not that this I has mean, to be part a, of the podcast, but they, yeah. they, they've officially released the because mine was kind of a um, my headset was uh, what's the term like yeah. an early adopter yeah. version, but now it's officially out. Okay. So Oculus has started putting more like developers was what you were using was that actually actually oculus stuff like oculus programming yeah yeah because yeah, daniel i guess we're recording the podcast oh, i guess yeah. we're back on break now uh daniel had let me borrow that was the first kind of vr stuff i'd i'd, I'd checked out with this new generation of vr stuff yeah. which was it was like google cardboard kind of stuff where like it was just your yeah cell but, phone but this actually has inside like a headset head, head tracking which google cardboard kind of does but not so the stuff you had is better because I, oh, I bought an R2D to Google Cardboard but I haven't even as tried somebody it who's had Google Cardboard because I, I love VR um, yeah oh I got the bullshit it is leagues and bounds above well your headset how much was that thing because the Google I got the Google Cardboard thing for free because it's so, R2D2 yeah. Star Wars branded fucking Google Cardboard shit I thought it was no, exactly the way you Cardboard had. is for the price it's great for free yeah yeah but it's... but the one I got it has a touch touch uh, pad on the yeah. side that you can oh, use on a button well, fuck it then. I volumes. thought I got what you got. No. Well, fuck VR then. Fuck you'd have free to, you, VR. You, you couldn't have an eye device and use... It has to be a Samsung uh, Note 5 now or mm. a Galaxy. Aside from VR porn, you think the thing that's going to really make VR take off is actually cheap VR cameras so people can go out and film their own VR stuff. Yeah. And, like, an easy way to share that stuff. If there's, like, a VR version of YouTube where you could just, like, watch lots of free content with your VR headset. They have Netflix on there now. I can watch Netflix on my VR headset. But you're just watching a flat screen, right? No. It's, they uh, have a little, like, high-class living room that you sit in. Well, that's what I'm saying, but, like, it. it's not, like, trying to pretend that you're inside the environment of the Netflix thing, no. which they can't because it wasn't, like, any... And, like, when you content. start the movie, the lights dim Well, that's the, the thing room. you showed me on the thing was, like, yeah, there's the a virtual mode, movie yeah. theater that you can be... You could, like, turn your head in the movie theater mm-hmm. and watch, like, lights flickering off the, the whatever you're watching in a really kind of cool interactive yeah. way, which is not, like, I can't imagine too many people are going to, like, watch a lot of movies like that, but it's... I, it made me, like, like, a little... For, uh, what was it, episode three or five of the Tardy to the Party podcast? Mm-hmm. 
Um, you did Night of the Hunter, and yeah. I watched it in the theater mode on my headset. The whole thing? Yeah. Okay, and I think I it, know you had messed with it. I, I think it made me. I think it made me like that movie a lot more than I would have otherwise. Really? I could yeah. tell like a big black and white movie. Actually, got that kind of thing. Yeah. Because I mean, watching something in the theater is always a lot better than just watching on your TV. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have the sound of like the camera, like the the, the, the... no, not the camera. I don't think I don't like think the projector behind you flickering. Theaters and... even have that anymore. I know. I kind of miss that. There's a little bit like a, the, at the Hollywood theater because mm. there's the projectors like right behind the like, last seat of yeah. last row of seats. So if you're s- Can sitting, smell right there... that hot film. Yeah, which is kind of yeah. great. Man, they're doing the Seven Samurai this Monday. Man. I'm tempted to go. I haven't like that. Sm- like. Mm-hmm. That smell of slides. The ozone, kind of weird, kind of photochemical, yeah. kind of, yeah. Uh, man, we had a ton of slides when I was a kid because, I mean, yeah, that, you're, you're slides were a thing yeah. that existed back then. Kids today will never know about slides. I remember when I graduated from uh, high school, it was an art school, and in order to send my portfolio off to colleges, I had to make slides and send them oh, off, man. like in a fucking carousel. Oof. Which that's fucking, and that's that was only twenty two years ago. It's not that long, <laughs> which is only like older than most people even listening to this podcast. But yeah, um, fucking time, man. It passes. I love technology. There was something the other day where like somebody was talking about how great it would be like to go back now, knowing what you know now, and like go live in like the eighties or something like that. I was like, but I can't have a job because there's no internet. I can't just sell my stupid <laughs> pop culture art prints. Yeah. I have to get like a real job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd be Ugh. screwed. I have no talents for like a non-digital world. Like, fuck. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man. Speaking of no talent, um, <laughs> it's the Geek Weekend review. Speaking, I don't know. Yeah. That's I tried a good to segue. do a segue, but it man, didn't work. You know what? Hey, the other Bill, thing what I happened did? this week? You know what I did? Oh, I we were on break. I could have taken that opportunity to. Don't do it. Yeah. Nope, look, don't, it's right here. I don't got do it. No. At don't least I'll it. smell them. You can uh, smell them. Oh, mm, uh, I'm not going to eat because it actually does take a long time to eat an Oreo. Yeah. I'm not a person who will. That smells like red velvet. Yeah. Uh, so what happened was Daniel very kindly gifted me a package of red velvet Oreos, which I'm just sniffing now in a very kind of weirdly <laughs> well, erotic way. Well, it's because way. on Twitter you like posted a gif of what? Oh. Did you buy the cinnamon bun, a no. pack of cinnamon buns for yourself? No. The cinnamon bun Oreos that just came out are the best Oreos of ever. I've never been a huge Oreo fan. I always anyway. like the other brand of that Oreo stole their shit from. Hydrox? Yeah, I've yeah. always preferred really? them. Yeah. Huh. I know people. Like I think that it's cause... because the cookie's softer, and I like a softer cookie. See, I love soft cookies. Yeah, my it's like funny. I can't eat cookies without milk because I need something to dunk them in to get the cookies even that's softer. Oreos and milk. I just discovered that just last year, and that's what. Yeah, that's a mind blower right there. All the all the all the advertisements are cookie Oreos and milk. I thought it was just big milk, just trying to like <laughs> swindle you. Big milk. But no, that shit is actually good. Like yeah. fucking. I'm still not a fan of like like actual chocolate chip cookies and milk. That's not bad. That's weird. But sometimes it's just like eat the fucking You're eat the weird. cookie. You're but weird. like Oreos, like a hard cookie, if you soften it up and, and some yeah. milk is fucking. Yeah. No, please. No. <laughs> but no, the cinnamon cookie cookies are fucking. Cinnamon cinnamon oh, it's, it's great because like the it's 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 just like the like the the vanilla cookies except with a little hint of cinnamon and the inside frosting just tastes just like the frosting from like like uh like uh Pillsbury. Do it at your home, home baked. Do it at buns. your home. It's so Do cool. it at your home, cinnamon oh buns. My fucking god. <laughs> should be. Anyway, what else happened this week? It, well, yeah. <laughs> what news you got, Bill? For you think people? even for your wife, you would have picked up some cinnamon bun cookies. Okay. No, I'll give, that's gross. I'll mail you guys some cookies in retribution <laughs> for the, the red. Retribution. Yeah. Retribution. 
Oh, God. What happened this week? The big news, the shocker, which everyone had to check to make sure it wasn't fake when it first revealed, was uh, Abe Goda died. It's Finally. Um, He was... Speaking of Godfather, is AbeGavodaDead.com. Yeah. Abe there were websites dedicated to knowing if he was dead or not. Abe Vigoda was old even when he was a star 40 years ago. Yeah. And which, I, you know what? I was surprised to find out he was only in his 90s. Because, like, even on Conan O'Brien, 20 years ago on Conan O'Brien, he'd show up and, like, hey, I'm not dead yet. Yeah. Which meant he was only in his 70s. Back then, I thought he was in, in his 90s did, 20 years ago. Did you watch their little tribute to him on the Conan show? Oh, I don't think so. No. Which makes sense because they, they, they hauled out Abe Vigoda a lot. Yeah. Which totally makes sense. So, did they do anything special? Did they just yeah, show they a bunch of Yeah, they showed some clips? clips and talked about him. Yeah. Because yeah, he was, would come out nice. with, like, vomiting Kermit. <laughs> he and... was, he, he, that fucker would do anything. <laughs> Which is great. He always had a great sense of humor about like, himself. Like, when, when they left New York to go to L.A. to take over for Jay Leno, like, yeah. they had a cage in, like, Central Park and, like, released him into the wild. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't think I saw that one. And Conan's like, just go, Abe. Just go. <laughs> He's a funny guy. But, yeah, he was in The Godfather. He was, um... Uh, he played Fish on Barney Miller, which mm-hmm. is the first time I ever saw him. Again, yeah, he was old back then. That was like yeah. 1978. And I forgot that, have you seen, not to bring up the whole have you seen thing again, but have you seen Joe vs. the Volcano? A long time ago. I saw yes. that fucking movie in the theaters. I forgot he is the Waponi tribe chief oh. in Joe vs. the Volcano. Yeah. He's the guy, which yeah. is great because it's supposed to be this like fucking south, south you know, southern seas fucking Polynesian tribe and they're led by Abe Vigoda. <laughs> Why not? And he's all like, hey, what are you doing here? You know, he's all like, you know, old Jewish guy like, hey, yeah. I'm Abe Vigoda. I'm in your movie. It's a perfect Jewish impression. Yeah, which, yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, but yeah, so he finally died. Yeah, he was only 94, which I, for me, I thought that was kind of young for Abe Vigoda, but yeah, no, he was just really seemed like a funny, cool guy. And that's the thing, even his acting, he never acted. He was just Abe Vigoda in all of his roles. <laughs> yeah. And he always just seemed like an old guy from the block who just happened to somehow wind up in the movies and some TV shows a long time ago, and because it was like, hey, yeah, because he was always kind of tall and hunched over and had like the had a great like hound dog fucking face. hound dog yeah. face. He was not an attractive guy. He wasn't super ugly, but he just well, he's looked, a character actor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he was kind of like the king of character actors, well, even though he yeah. hadn't been in that much stuff. Yeah, uh, who would replace him now? Who's the guy from? Um, who's the guy from Alien? Who's the mechanic? Not Yafakoto, but the other guy. Fucking, uh, what's his face? He was in, uh, fucking, uh, Repo Man. Not Lance Henriksen. Repo, I don't know. Harry Dean Stanton. Okay. In terms of, like... I always like watching your your brain work <laughs> something out. You know Harry Dean Stanton? You don't know Harry Dean Stanton? I'm aware of Harry Dean Stanton. He was the guy, the last thing I saw him in, he's in the Avengers movie, when the Hulk falls down the sky, he's the security guard in, like, the warehouse, and the Hulk's like, oh... I just, I'm the Hulk. I just fell down from the sky. And he's like, oh, hey, dude, I'm old. I'm Harry Dean Stanton. How you doing? I'm really impressed you remember that dialogue word for word. (sighs) Joss Whedon can't write. His skills kind of fell off the tree there a little bit. Um, So in other news, uh, sounds like CBS may be in the process of starting to pull Star Trek series and films from Netflix and Amazon in favor of dumping it all onto the new iPad. Wait, I can't read. Dumping it all into their new CBS All Access paid subscription service in a short-sighted attempt to replicate Netflix's success. Um, this is the thing I've been seeing a lot where uh, content providers are pulling their content from Netflix. Yeah. 
in the and hopes it, it doesn't benefit they, they need to take a look at video game markets and see how it's not working for ea yeah. it's not working for ubisoft yeah you and a couple other people pointed out how this is like how when some companies when ea tried to pull their stuff off of steam because they wanted to make their own steam with Origin. Steam, steam thing with origins yeah. and no one bought into that and yeah did they ever put their stuff back onto steam i don't know uh, but it, that's the same thing where, like, everyone becomes part of this digital subscription service and they th- suddenly think, well, oh, well, we're making so much money off of this. We, it, well, if we just make our own subscription service, we'll be making even more money. And then they wonder why everything fails because the whole benefit of something like Netflix or even like Steam is that's the one-stop shop for everyone to go yeah. to. It's and, not – And plus – um, it's more this, of ease of use over over the quality of the content. If this you is, pull your content, then you're making it harder for people to get to it. They're not going to go for it. It's, this is going to sound a little reductive, and I don't mean it to. Yeah. I'm, it's a, I'm asking an honest question. Do people even care about Star Trek anymore? I mean, I know that you're a Star Trek fan. Do not you care many, about Star less, Trek anymore? Lesser and lesser every year. As, I, I, as the people who grew up with Star Trek die off because they're so old. Yeah. Like, I f- and really... I feel like any big fans of Star Trek already have all the DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever. Exactly, yeah. They don't They don't need to watch it streaming well, on their computer. That's one of the things is I felt kind of stupid because uh, Star Trek has been on Netflix good like four or five years now. Yeah. And in that four or five years, they put out all the Star Trek Next Generation episodes on Blu-ray. And I was buying those. And even some people were like, why are you buying those? Because they're all Netflix. You don't, like, need them. And I was like, well, I like them. I like to have a hard I, copy. I and... don't understand people that are like, hey, it's digital. You don't need to buy a physical copy. And Which like, this kind of proves the but point. what that if just... I want it forever? Yeah. Well, and I'll buy stuff for that just for the special just for the special features and making of stuff, which yeah. those Star Trek sets had a lot of that. But this is the perfect thing where, like, there wasn't an official announcement. What happened was that, uh, I guess, CBS uh, on first – tomorrow, on February 1st, uh, um, the Star Trek animated series is going to disappear from Netflix and Amazon Prime. And it sounds no! like – not the animated series which is surprisingly not terrible if you're a Star Trek fan There's, it's got some <laughs> that's merits. a big if I know exactly if yeah. you're a Star well, Trek fan that's the thing it's Star Trek not only is Star Trek old but they haven't produced any new Star Trek TV shows in 10 years and even so it's not exactly the and hottest and it hasn't newest. been good since Deep Space Nine exactly which is 20 years ago so like yeah I think they're overvalued and you, that's just what are the yeah yeah. Oh, I mean, I know they're coming out. They Let's... need something like um, uh, Star Wars Rebels to get kids back into it. But you can't... what do you do with that with but Star you can't, Trek? Do you because... have like little baby like Cardassians? Yeah, like, you can't do that with Star, Star Trek, Trek because Muppet Star babies? Trek's all about a bunch of people talking in a room. Yeah, which a lot of people would argue out of all the Star Trek that exists, only maybe like one quarter of it is actually actually like good. Maybe half get, ooh, of it is kind of give, eh. give Wesley Crusher his own animated cartoon. <laughs> Actually, get the Venture Just Brothers falling into flower pits day in and day the out. Vent- the guys who make the Venture Brothers could actually do kind of a fun. It would essentially be Rusty Venture, but like yeah. Wesley Crusher, all grown up, kind of sad and fucked up, never like lived up to the Starfleet, you know, thing of perfection or anything like that. But um, how much did those writers hate children? I just, the Star Trek Next Generation writers, yeah, a lot, or any Star Trek. Well, because Wesley was a terrible character in the show yeah. for the most part. Um, Cisco's kid was a terrible character. Yeah. 
Sci-fi's just don't know how to write children. It always strikes me weird because Star Trek, the Deep Space Nine was essentially created by people who were trying to buck up against what Gene Roddenberry was trying to do with Next Generation. They're trying to create characters with conflict and things. And I know one of the big things the writers had an issue with was having to write for this Wesley Crusher kid, which Gene Roddenberry essentially shoved down all the writers' throats because he was like, I want this kid to be a perfect child and he's going to grow up someday to be an incredibly important character in the Star Trek universe someday because he's just, he's me when I was, it was really kind of a Mary Sue kind of thing. Mm. Whereas like, I want, like, this is me when I was a kid, but super idealized. I want him to save the ship every week. And the writer's like, why? This is like, we can understand why you want to have a kid. It's nice to have a kid to have a kid's perspective on the show. It's no, there's nothing wrong with that. But when he's like, doesn't have any faults and he's always just saving everyone else's bacon, even though he's not technically even part of the crew, yeah. it's just, plus you're just me. And yeah, but it's funny that they still went ahead with Deep Space Nine. Like, oh, let's also have a kid, which granted Jake was a lot more interesting than, than yeah. Wesley Crusher was, but it's still like Jake never had any real personality other than like, Hey, I like to hang out. And, and, and like writers, my alien buddy, writers but. always feel like, once a kid hits teenagers, they have to make him angsty. And yeah. Like, and like, no, kids don't always have to be angsty. It's fine to make them horny, but not all teenagers <laughs> suddenly get all like, oh my god. I hate my parents. Like, even Jake Sisko kind of did that, because, like, he starts, yeah. like, writing his own little news magazine. He's like, dad, man. <laughs> Although they, they never went quite that way with Wesley. Wesley was yeah. kind of... Well, that's because he always they, a they got him the shit out of that show. Yeah, ASAP. Fucking Christ. So yeah, who knows what's? Do so you think? Do you think Neelix was a teenager when they originally created him? That's why he's so bad. I. You know what? The funny thing is, I still have not seen that much of Voyager to even make a real judgment call. Everyone on that show is a piece of shit. There's yeah. no, no, at no. The Doctor is good. Seven of Nine yeah. is cool from what I saw. Yeah. But what Janeway's boring. Chakotay's boring. Is watching Man. Voyager with my housemates every time want... Chakotay shows up they do this little like, pan flute sound do 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 because want... like he's so crappily like I'm Native American I got my tattoo <laughs> face and yeah. oh there's no I want you there. to watch the European version of Legend and see if you can spot who the doctor plays are you serious because he's in Robert Legend. Picardo shows yeah. up in that he's in Legend Huh. And Only I the want... European version? No, but the... I've seen that. I don't. No, remember. but the European version is the good version of that movie. That's with like a different soundtrack and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, because I know yeah. Jerry Goldsmith. You did and, the soundtrack and for more, that. It was rejected for Tangerine scenes. Dream. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I have nostalgia for the Tangerine Dream soundtrack. <laughs> But it's not a good soundtrack. I've only seen that, like, I saw that twice when it was on HBO when I was a kid. And all I remember as a kid is wondering, yeah, we mentioned this last night while playing Destiny because the main boss in The Taken King kind of looks like Tim Curry. And Tim that, Curry yeah. and that. We were wondering, like, how Tim Curry kept his fucking horns on his head when he was doing that shit. Man, that's a stylish movie. Yeah, that movie's... Well, a lot of people... Some people suspect that that game, uh, that movie in- inspired The Legend of Zelda because some of the character designs and stuff. And mm, that would have came out right that, when yeah. Legend of Zelda was in development because you've got this elf kid who's, like, running around... Yeah. Like dungeons and fighting a big evil boss and got to save the queen, which I remember. The, oh, that's right, because the queen in Legend. Is, I don't know if she's a queen. She's a girl. Or whatever she is, Princess, but she's. Maybe? Well, she know. ends up. The Tim Curry ends up trying to making her him, his queen. Yeah. Because she gets all dudded up at one point like a queen. True. Uh, that's uh, fucking What's Her Face from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Mia Sarah, which freaks me out because that's the only two things she was ever really in. She's <laughs> fucking stone fucking hot in fucking. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, and Dylan and I—we watched Labyrinth on Friday. Mm. <sighs> yeah. got, I got the Blu-ray. And you know what I mean? That's the correct terminology for that. Jennifer yeah. Connelly in Labyrinth is already disturbingly hot. Watching it in Blu-ray and going like, she was 15 when they made this. I'm just like, <laughs> yes, but you have that thing in your head where you're the age where you watch that. 
so she's age appropriate to you. Yeah, she's like we're almost the same age. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're like within a so year you're, of each other. You're remembering. Yeah, I don't find it creepy to <sighs> no. Actually, she's to find years... somebody attractive that is the same age as you when they were younger. Yeah, I still can't over Jennifer Connelly is like the perfect looking woman, especially when she was like 15. She looks like. Like, if you could genetically... Like, what no, Eve in, back in the Garden in, um, of Eden would look like. In Rocketeer. Yeah, oh, that, that's the other... And that one movie where she's riding the horse in the store, the that's, electric horse. That's pretty much called Riding the Horse Animated Gift, yeah, the movie. Yep. It's called Career Opportunities, Career one of the last yeah. movies that John Hughes ever did, yeah. which only everyone ever remembers her in the white t-shirt, yep. the white tank top. With the lollipop on yeah, the horse. Yeah, I still remember seeing the Rocketeer in the theaters, and, yeah. like, when she shows up in that white titty dress going... How you doing? Which is great. I still love the fact... So, so in other words... CBS might pull Star Trek <laughs> from Netflix so they can show. And it on I their might sites. pull my penis off while thinking about Jennifer Connelly just because yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, what else? Fuck. Uh, have you heard about this Fine Brothers YouTube reaction video? Kerfuffle? Yeah, they just posted a video today. Maybe that like a rea- yeah. <laughs> their reaction video. Yeah, their reaction yeah. videos to everybody shitting down their throats. And I like how it's kind of scared and freaked out. They're like, yeah. like guys, we're not trying to copyright stuff, which I still can't tell if they are. Yeah, I have not looked at the details. I watched their original video and their new video. Um, so the Fine Brothers, I didn't even know like this reaction video thing. Was I don't such get a thing. it. I mean, maybe it's because we're old, but why would you want to watch somebody well, watching something, unless it's like something like Two Girls, One Cop, and watching a grandma well, watch that? I knew this was a genre of YouTube video, but I didn't realize it was necessarily populated or popularized by one specific... It's the Fine Brothers. Okay? Like, I guess kind of came up with the original kind of basic format. Yeah, here's a bunch of people of like, watch our grandmas reacting to Grand Theft Auto. I don't yeah, give a fuck. We're going to get a bunch of random people, take them to this warehouse, make them watch this thing for five minutes, and then tape them as they're watching it which yeah. i guess is they came up with which people have pointed out that's kind of the part of the thing is like they're not the first people to do reaction videos, no. but the first people to kind of standardize it and kind of made yeah. it their their shtick yeah. and so they came out with a video this week the fine brothers were all like essentially they're trying to make it sound like what they're doing is essentially giving franchise opportunities to people if you want garbage. to join their community and officially label your reaction videos like fine brothers approved licensed reaction videos and like use their logos and their music yeah, and they'll the, take half your money that you might have earned on that video well that's the thing because the way the way their video comes across is like not just hey this is a franchise but hey we're gonna sue anyone who tries to do reaction videos or use the words reaction yeah. in their videos which their their video explaining this is super cloying where it's like hey this is for the community and we're gonna help you guys by making sure you yeah. give us money and just and so they These actually guys have always seemed super sleazy to me they do and they just they both look like scum buckets yeah uh, our lawyer said they look like they were not saying that they are scum buckets <laughs> the tart of the party boy howdy empire uh, lawyers empire. um but man do you see the McElroy brothers came out with new reaction speaking about like podcast empires but new just new Oh yeah, I there's think... new, they have their own website now that lists all their. Do podcasts. they have one? Because yeah. like they, I think they've come out with three new podcasts in the last week and a half. Yeah, where Sydney and her nephew sister sister, there's N- nephew sister same something, thing something which is, is great. I just love that there yeah. there's got to be at least seven or eight McElroy podcasts. Oh, at least, which yeah. is awesome. Anyway, what the hell are we talking about? Fine Brothers, but Fine yeah, brothers. Uh, they, yeah. I li- love how kind of freaked out they look in their own video this morning, going guys. Calm down. And people aren't going to calm down. No! And I saw... Because f- fuck you for trying to trademark react. Yeah, The word on. react. 
And well, then it sounds like a lot of people have had their reaction videos taken down just this week. Yeah. Like YouTube, especially. I mean, YouTube's been going through a whole bunch of copyright shit in the last couple of years. It just seems within the last couple of weeks, uh, they've been started taking yeah, down. Yeah, they've been going crazy bananas. <sighs> the Nostalgia Critic, I guess yeah. he had a whole. Sh- st- st- I guess yeah, Studio Ghibli went after his stuff, so YouTube shut down all the Nostalgia Critic stuff. Even though it's a completely fair use. Well, exactly. Yeah, and all this other stuff where just like in the last couple of weeks, there's been a crazy crack, and none of it's being explained. People just you- have. No, they're, YouTube's they're, copyright and their customer service is garbage. Which is fine if they want to do this, but they have to make it transparent, explain to people what's going on, so they know how to work around it. Yeah. Or at least, but when you're just like, well, randomly... the nostalgia critic was saying, like uh, Doug Walker was saying, that he had two two of the people that work with him, like, try to get it rectified. Yeah. And they both went to the same link and got two completely different forms that they had to fill. Oh, out. really? I didn't Even see though that. it was the Jesus. same like place they went yeah to. exactly it's, it's youtube it should be the same Fucking thing G- yeah what happened google bought youtube right yeah what happened you to, think what google... happened to google's don't be evil motto you think at some point they would come out and say okay something's changed on youtube we're going to explain to you what it is and how to avoid it it's just YouTube's no it's the like only this cloak game. and dagger YouTube's weird the shit. only game in town and they know it yeah what do you go to go v- venmo yeah I guess Twitch, maybe kind of, but you can't like upload like new videos. You can do you streaming can't. stuff. You have an archive, but yeah. and that's but that's run by Amazon now. So that's at this point, you can almost if you could come up with a gaming exclusive. No, no, not even gaming because then people like uh, Nostalgia Critic get screwed because they're not that's games. True. They're but movies. if you could do like a pop culture, just like yeah, competitor. To if YouTube you could do these any days. competitor that could handle the amount of traffic that's the thing you didn't you, you need a huge investment man shit if i were fuck if i were the guy who found twitch think of a cl- catchy name yeah the guy who found who founded twitch who sold the company for a couple billion dollars i'm a sheer if i were him right now i'd be kind of tempted to like hey let's take some of that money and maybe like do like pop culture friendly i don't know but then you do that and you still run the risk of like running into the entertainment companies this whole copyright with entertainment companies and video stuff this is going to come to head in the next couple years a little bit it'll be really interesting to see how this shakes down because yeah at a certain point these content creators completely justified in kicking back not even like about like you can argue they're stealing copyright material but there's no defined when it comes to youtube there's no defined it's that and if somebody launches a complaint or like says, "Hey, this this thing's stealing from me," this company's stealing from me. YouTube won't say, "Well, let's check it out and see if they are." No, it's just, just like, shut it down. Oh, just yeah. shut it down. Close the doors. And the standards for shutting stuff down seems to change on a whim too. Like I said, just in the last couple of weeks, it seems like more and more. Plus, channels, copyright oh. law is so fucked up now. It used to be to protect the little guy mm-hmm. and make sure he can get his money for stuff. That's why after what fifty years, it was supposed to revert into public domain or something like that. Eighty yeah. years, and now it's just no. Just everything. Copyright just... is for the big companies that can afford the lawyers to protect yeah. their shit. Yeah, it's completely ass backwards from what it used I said, to be. There's going to be a big kerfuffle because I guess uh, Walt Disney Company. This is the big thing everyone wants to talk about. How Walt Disney is is the big. They were essentially yeah. the chief reason why corporate fuel copyright stuff has been pushed as far extreme as it has because they keep on wanting to protect the right of mickey mouse which should have fallen to public domain like 20 30 years ago because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be whatever like 20 like originally it was yeah like 50 years after creation something goes into public domain yeah. mickey mouse was created like you know like 80 years ago and i think next year mickey mouse goes it's up for public domain again so make like Disney's gonna have to push for another extension for and it, it's weird copyright laws. I mean, I understand them wanting to like protect Mickey Mouse, but I feel like the only people that would be trying to steal Mickey Mouse and use it for their products would be shitty products. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. wouldn't get like all of a sudden like 
Activision is not going to start making unlicensed Mickey Mouse games. Yeah, at a certain point, these companies have to come to the fact that, like, when you've marketed your things as pervasively as as they have and when they're as old as they have, these characters and stuff you created, some, at a certain point, people are going to do things without your control with yeah. them. And you're going to have to learn to fucking deal with that. You know, you should go after people who are, like, fucking up your... Says the guy who, like, draws Nintendo fan art and stuff like that. But there is... I don't know. There when has I, to be more de- definition of, of of who can do what and why and for how long. When I go to Disney World at the end of uh, February, I'm going to walk up to all the Mickey Mouses I see and say, you should be in public domain. Yeah, man, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show up and <laughs> wear my Hot Topic shirts. And yeah, I, that's the other thing, because I always hear about that, like the Disney Mickey Mouse thing from like street punks or like, yeah, like like kids first, like waking up the political awareness for the first time. That's usually one of the first things they cling to is like, yeah, fuck Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney and copyright when you're writing your first punk songs when you're yeah. like 15 or like, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. But they're not wrong, you know, fuck so, Disney. Yeah. So the Fine Brothers suck is... Yeah, fu- I know, that's what it boils down <laughs> to. The weasel ass looking motherfucking Fine Brothers. I yeah. didn't, like, until I saw their faces this week, I didn't realize why people kind of make fun of the way they look, but they both look like little, like, fucking genetic misengineered space weasels. <laughs> um, what else happened? These guys could though? be right. Who knows? I, I'm not... Yeah, I don't know. It's... Oh... DeLoreans are back in production. Well, at least they will be by 2017 uh, when they're produced by a newer company that up until now had only been servicing and repairing old DeLoreans built in 1982. Aren't DeLoreans kind of crap cars? That's what everyone's... Because even the people who made the, like... So this is almost entirely in demand for pop uh, Back to the Future fans. Yeah. And even the people who built the Time Machine DeLoreans for Back to the Future, they were like, this is the worst possible car they could have chosen. Because I guess it was only like a 100 horsepower car. Well, yeah, and like... And it was just super unreliable. Have you seen... um... Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians and Car with Coffee. Oh, we just heard about it, but never actually he seen it. He does an episode where he uh, picks somebody up in a DeLorean. Yeah. And it breaks down. Oh, really? <laughs> and they have to get a replacement DeLorean to come in. And I think that one might break down, too. Really? Okay. I've always heard they They're were bad cars. shitty. Um, which, I, I part of their things is because of, for new, like, automotive... Uh, safety standards. Uh, technically, there's only these are supposed to be replica replica cars, but they've had to change the basic recipe for building these up to essentially make them not shitty cars. So I guess there was a whole legal legal. And plus, if you don't have all have the Back to the Future stuff in it, they don't look very good. Yeah, they just look like little. Hatchbacks. They look like an '80s poster that some kid would have in his room. I'm kind of wondering. I mean. At this point, because you know everyone's going to turn them into DeLorean, like they're going to turn them into Back to the Future yeah. DeLoreans. Like, are they gonna like? Are they just going to be building the replicas of the, like... Just why sell a kit with Mr. Fusion. Yeah, might as well at this point just, hey, here's the car for, like, $80,000, which they said that's essentially what the price is going to be. It's going to be a better part of $100,000 for each car. Uh, yeah, might as well just go for an extra $20,000. We'll throw all the junk in there. We'll have, like, you know, the yeah. big, like, exhaust... Have the speedometer the just say some serious shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's kind of weird because, yeah, then this is not the original company, too, because the original company went out of business a long time ago. This is just Because a they made a DeLorean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is just a company that their entire business had just been servicing and fixing everyone's shitty Back to the Future cars. And so they're like, well, no, we can take all these parts and we can actually start building whole new DeLoreans. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, they said i think these new cars are supposed to be like 400 horsepower which is supposed to be four times as powerful as the old ones and sounds like they're going to be better than the actual original deloreans but it's just funny that like you like an automotive company can sit down and say hey we're we're essentially going to make back to the future fan art yeah but it's going to be a car that you can drive around and 
Yeah, I don't know. So, what what else besides DeLoreans happened this week? Um, on top of removing a drink drugging lesbian conversion storyline from the new Fire Emblem game, mm. uh, Nintendo also removed a mini game where you get to pet the characters for the game's Western release. These seem like good re- removals. I didn't know this was a thing, but like, I guess part of the things in order to make your characters happy, you were supposed to like pet them on the face <laughs> because it, it, it's Fire Emblem's on the DS, so you can just touch their yeah. face. And I tried to research it's, it more, it's like, and there's no context. It's like no those context. scenes in Face Off where they just run their hand I down people's so. faces. I guess so. That's what I saw. Like the little clips I saw online is people just like you pet someone on the side of their face, and like a little sparkle happens. It's like Nintendo dogs yeah. with people, and like the characters aren't really reacting that much. They're just like they kind of half lid close their eyes and go, huh? And they're like, <laughs> what the fuck? This is the most Japanese shit imaginable. Yeah, that's Especially, why. That's what localization is called localization and not translation. Well, of course, people are doing the whole censorship to, thing. Well, it's censorship. I'm like, no, it's they. They realize that this is creepy shit well, that the Japanese will get away with. But. Censorship and localizing. It's not censorship because it's one company changing something. Yeah. For a different audience. It's not the government coming in there and saying you have to take this yeah. out or we'll do it for you. Yeah. It's them saying, yeah, maybe this shit people was creepy don't and this know is going to be creepy other, to other people. Like, okay. Concho is a thing in Japan, or is it Korea? I forget. I What's think Concho. Concho. Oh no! Is I've even seen this. That, I mean, that I know school that kids do. It's even it's even got its own arcade game. So I'm pretty sure yeah. it's Japan. It's where you take your hands and you kind of make a gun. You put them together and make a gun uh, with your two index fingers and yeah, your okay. thumb out, and you go up behind people and you say Concho, and you stab them in the butthole with your fingers. <laughs> And it's like something that happens in that's Japan. A good idea, yeah. And there's an arcade game that's just a butt that you concho. Oh, is that the Booga Booga game? Maybe I don't know. Because there was a game in Japan from Sega like ten years ago called Booga Booga, where you just poked a a, a, a plastic butt yeah. wearing blue jeans. Yeah, in the butt. it's a thing that there's like statues of conchos. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, it's all a I just thing. knew was Booga Booga. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, and that's if, if that that's, was in if that was in a video that game, is relatively you think innocuous. that's gonna get released in the West no, where people have like, no idea what there's no culture poking although, somebody in the butthole is not socially acceptable. Although the whole drinking, drugging, lesbian conversion thing that's not, well, that, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's actually that, legitimately yeah. creepy. That's yeah, not yeah. just like yeah, oh, you don't know enough that. about Japanese culture to yeah. understand the context for this. This is yeah. like guys, calm the fuck down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, like if if. Bre- let's use breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. If breakfast at Tiffany's was exported to Japan, they should probably you have to take make a couple out just because take yeah. out uh, a certain character in that so to, is to not offend <sighs> Japanese audiences. Yeah, and that wouldn't be censorship. It's a matter of taste. It, that wouldn't be censorship. That'd be knowing your audience and what they prefer. Well, that's the thing. It's like there's this whole class of people on not really not just even people. It's guys, young guys on the internet who don't. Have never taken an English class or never paid attention to English, so they don't know what the fuck t- that they don't know what censorship means. Yeah, they don't know what bias means. All they all to them all biases, they think it's when some someone likes something that they don't like and they assume that's bias. They don't and, understand what like the dictionary definition yeah. of bias. Well, means. if I see somebody use the word bias in an argument, I'm like. You and me. You well, could be making. They don't, they don't even use making, it correctly. They'll just say that person making, has the bias. Yeah, you could be making the best arguments ever, but if you use the word bias, I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't listen to you anymore. Yeah, because nine um, times out of ten, they're going to be using. It's just. It's yeah. like the the Street Fighter Five beta. Like oh, Cammy's entrance, about. she like jumps down and it's kind of a panty shot originally, okay. and they changed it in the beta, and people were like, oh, they're censoring it, they're complaining. I'm like, they're still making the game. Yeah. Shit's gonna change. Well, especially if it's not even I, been released I, yet, Capcom, just from the yeah, beta, from, like, yeah, Capcom should have come out and been like, "Okay, guys, 
either you can watch us make it and change stuff as we go, or you don't get a beta. Okay, yeah. That's what Capcom should have done. They did didn't. See, they did just you see kind Mighty of Number Nine but... got delayed one last time because yeah. not because of network stuff, but because Mighty Number Nine actually crawled into a woman's vagina and then he reverted <laughs> back into a child and is reborn as a full human being and not just a cyborg. It was like graphical. You should, yeah. They actually just showed it. It was like in Japan. Japan, that's just the thing. But in America, they have to take it out. It's kind of a, yeah, unbirthing kind of thing. I like it. It's I'm kind of sad. <laughs> what are we talking about? Merry Christmas. Um. But yeah. What so, were we talking about? What the hell were we talking about? Something was. Oh, just oh, Nintendo. Just yeah, removing. taking out stuff, which is fine. Good for yeah. them. It's not the Good localization. Do you like Final One? Did you play that last one? I've never. I, I started. Man, I fucking love that last yeah. one. Yeah. No, I've. I, I'm not a huge fan of that style of combat mm-hmm. in games. So. Yeah, I've never played much of it, like XCOM and Fire Emblem. I got my I two. Got, what was it? The Game Boy Advance one for free on the DS because I or 3DS because of the Ambassador program. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I started to mess around with it, but I was like, yeah. not right now. I never mess with that much. Did you ever play Advance Wars back in the day? No. Which I know is supposed to be. I did not. Made by the same company, kind of similar yeah. where it's top down. I have strategy not played shit, that. But, you know. Um. But yeah, we were talking about that last night because Daniel and I were playing Destiny. We're trying to figure out what games are coming out sometime soon. And, and there's not Fire Emblem is one of the few games that's yeah. coming out. Like, there's not that much coming out between now and like was it April? I think. Yeah. And April's when like I think April's when like you've got Uncharted. So there's your stuff, deadline but... for finishing Final Fantasy. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I'm trying to get it done sooner than later. Oh, I don't care. I, I th- it sounds like time. I'm about a quarter through. Take your time, enjoy it. Because I know what the big halfway mark point yeah. of the game is now. Because I got the Final Fantasy VI strategy guide. And the first thing it opens up is this, halfway through this game, the world gets fucked up. Yeah. I was like, oh well, okay. At least I know yeah. what, at which that's point I get bad. there that's halfway a through. Reveal. But anyway, um, um, what else? What else? Uh, Burnout Golf. Uh, from the creators of the Burnout games comes Dangerous Golf, due out in May, which takes a bunch of crash mode stuff from Burnout and applies it to golfing, uh, including locations inside of Chinatop and other bunch of uh, ridiculous, uh, not even like golf courses, but yeah, you're just you're golfing inside. inside of like crazy places that you just get to smash up stuff and destroy things. This is a game that I had no idea I wanted as bad as I wanted. Which, to respect, makes so much more sense. I'm kind of surprised. This sounds like a game that should have come out for, like, the original PlayStation or PlayStation 2, like, ten years ago. But now you can have all the physics and the pretty Yeah, exactly! Lighting, yeah, and all the crap. And the burnout costs. Did you play Paradise? Burnout Paradise? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Fucking love that game. Yeah. I, I bought the DLC where you get the fake Back to the Future flying DeLorean and the Ghostbusters mm. hearse and all that shit. Um, man, that sucks. We didn't know each other back then, cause cause I was always looking for people to play uh, Burnout Paradise. You with. can still play it. Well, you, you have Steam now. You can get it for cheap, cheap on Steam. Still on Steam? Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if people are people probably aren't still people are still online. playing it. Oh. You'd be surprised. It probably wouldn't be a ton of people, but <sighs> Burnout was really fun. I still had. I I was one of those people who I had a good time with Paradise, but I still had more fun with the 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 Burnout Three and Three was the best. Yeah, that was the first one I got, and that yeah. was. That was that was the, the best burnout. For, was it Burnout yeah. Racers Revenge after that or something? Uh, or? Just Revenge. Okay, yeah. I'm confusing that with Pod Racer. <laughs> Pod Racer Two Racers yeah. Revenge. So yeah, they put um, out some screenshots. It looks entertaining as hell. I love it. Them taking the whole burnout thing of like we're gonna have a, something that we're just gonna sweeten it with fire and explosions. Yeah, my mom. Some kind of competitive thing. When maybe. my mom was sick, she would play Diddy Kong Racing and uh, Burnout three yeah. and she would say i wish the cars didn't count i'd like i wish there wasn't so much crashing in this game but my little sister would be like she's she she loves the crashing she'll be like in there giggling and <laughs> crashing into shit and causing all kinds of chaos God, what the hell we were talking about diddy kong racing last night about 
Just that we should up. play it. Yeah, Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. Well, we were trying to figure out how we could play Diddy Kong Racing. You did point out that no, I, I was grumbling at the idea of using Nintendo 64 controllers because they're but shit. But they're fine for racing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm confounding that with going back and trying to play Cold Night and realizing yeah. it feels like a crazy person after you're so used to twin stick controller, yeah. thumbstick controls. Going Which back I mean, to if you single, have two Nintendo 64, well, you can, can do play that. twin stick. I remember doing that with uh, Episode 1 Pod Racer because mm, like, they yeah, had a special mode that, where yeah. like, yeah, like, like each thrust... Yeah. was a thumbstick and was like fucking great but yeah diddy kong racing and now even now talking to you right now i've got that christmas music stuck in my head it's not christmas it's just winter music read your next note bill i'm tip top i had a friend who always talked about how much he wanted to fuck the tiger in that game yeah. He well, Justin. He loved to talk about how much he just wanted to fuck everything because he just had okay, like. Okay, there you go. He, he's just a funny. He just his sense of humor was like, I want to fuck that. I want to stick my dick in that. Mm. And so, like for some reason, the tiger. He'd see that tiger, like, oh, I'm gonna fuck that kid. He'd choose the tiger, like, I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna fuck you so hard. It was funny back in the day. In retrospect, now again, if this were a Japanese game, you would take that out for the American release. But <laughs> it's true. To me, it was hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Um, GameStop is publishing Insomniac's new Song of the Deep 2D sub submarine exploration game uh which really just seems to mean that the three people who will buy this game on disc will have to buy the game stop hmm. do you care about insomniac games no i think guys who did like ratchet and clanks and stuff right uh and are they the other one yes and yeah, i think so are they I the ones get... who did um infamous infamous i think so yeah yeah i don't uh, I they haven't with... clicked with me i haven't played ratchet and clank i never played any of those games the... i still get ratchet and clank and fucking we're like all the mascots. Jack and Dexter. Jack and Dexter. Which yeah. that wasn't that. Was Jack and Dexter the kiss? Uh, no, that was Naughty Dog. Yeah. Ugh. All those things. Fuck them. Which I know uh, is not a popular opinion, but. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Yeah. I, this news is just an okay. All right. Well, no, just because like, it's weird because online people were freaking out like this is a new era of, of gaming when GameStop puzzling games. But yeah, this is just like an, essentially an indie game being made by Insomniac, which again. You get your funding from No one's going to buy it on disc anyway. It doesn't mean GameStop. Again, GameStop gets to produce the three discs that will be sold, so it's not like... It's a, it's going to be a $20 downloadable title that's going to sell... I mean, who knows? It could be a great game and become super popular, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like the idea of there being like essentially like a Metroidvania. People, wait, people online game. were freaking, freaking out of something they didn't yeah. need to freak out about? And it's kind of weird that a retailer is publishing a game, though, especially uh. GameStop. No, why especially GameStop? They're game specific or specific. Well, no, I mean in retrospect, it kind of makes sense, but of course, a lot of people are talking about how this also spells the death knell for GameStop because if they have to resort to publishing, this people means they're have, not making enough from selling games. People have been saying that GameSpot is dead for GameStop like 10 has years been now. I've been impressed by how resilient GameStop has been. I mean, you'd be what you'd be surprised how many like moms or little kids or teenagers oh, yeah. go in there it's not made for people like you and me who order our shit off of amazon but that's how they do exist is by like living off of the ignorance of people yeah which <laughs> like, there's plenty of ignorant people out there to ignorance live off of. and just by the fact there's one in every fucking mall in yeah. every shopping center and every yeah. strip mall you know yeah. which is the game stuff's not the end of the world but i haven't yeah. shopped in the game man i remember even since i've been living in portland i used to there was a GameStop downtown a pioneer place where i'd pre-order all my games mm. now that i just do it all through amazon it's yeah, i feel like the stone age mm. having to go in pre put down five dollars save my receipt i kind of miss that whole ritual i mean it's that's not... also the same thing where i miss like midnight launches i mean sometimes they're good to go in and like if you want to find something yeah they're, they're not bad to go in yeah, and look for stuff 
like, you can find cheap, like, sometimes, like, even back when I was looking for old Game Boy Advance games, like, I would, like, okay, I could either pay $15 for this at the GameStop, or I could just go on eBay and get it for 5 bucks, Like, maybe $3 shipping on top. Yeah, That's but, how I got my Final Fantasy But if you VI. want it right then, I know. say you're throwing a party. I'm not saying it's inherently thing bad. you're throwing, throwing a party and want to go get a Mario Party game. Yeah, go to there to get it used for cheap. That's true. So, yeah. I can't, well, yeah. I mean, you're talking to somebody who almost ordered 40 ounces of Reese's peanut butter chips last night <laughs> through Amazon Prime Now. I had a party and some people wanted us to make some uh, chocolate chip, uh, chocolate peanut butter chip cookies. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have enough chips and none of us wanted to go to the store and we're like you know amazon prime will deliver we'll have to spend well we need to buy 30 dollars worth of chips but oh if we gosh. buy 30 dollars worth of peanut butter chips we could have it here within an hour man alive and we there was a moment we were kind of tempted if it had only been if, if the minimum was only 20 dollars, we could have pulled the trigger but we're yeah. like yeah wow yeah that's the people I hang out with. You know. Yeah. Sometimes you get lazy. Um, according to an EA investors call this week, Sony has managed to sell about twice as many PS4s as the Xbox One. Uh, according to this call, 36 million PlayStation 4s to 19 million Xbox Ones have been sold. Uh, this is our first look into exactly how the consoles are doing against each other since Microsoft stopped recording Xbox hardware sales a long time ago. So, I mean, if they just fix their UI, I would recommend a thing to people. I still but can't believe how fucking bad that is. They had they had it figured out on the 360. So they should have just ported over the system they had on the 360. Look wise, yeah. At this point, they must well just go back is. to the fucking Xbox 360 blades. Not like, even the I've, whole. I've had the thing for months now, and I still don't know how to use it perfectly. I the only I'm like, I'm... okay, if I double click this, what happens? Yeah. Nope, that doesn't work. Okay, what? How do I get back to that? I don't know. There's that it's game mess. Oxenfree that just came out. It's an Xbox One. Ooh, console. when does Cuphead come out? That's gotta be sometime. They just 2016. That's oh, okay. last like last E3. They they okay. just said 2016. But Oxenfree just came out. That's a console exclusive to the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And I don't even want to feel like dealing dealing with the UI the just to get to the game. Is it's awful. I'd rather like, wait I've like heard, two months for it to come. Like I've, I've heard comp- people complain about how bad the PS4. Yeah, the PSN no. store PlayStation is PlayStation Four is not great, but, but it's compared to the Xbox. At least it's clean and legible. It works. Whereas the Xbox, like oh it's a like you can't sort by alphabetically really, no. or categories or anything. for it's some reason awful. my Connect has just suddenly stopped working. Nice Xbox on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is not actually a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like I can't even shout at the. Uh, because the like Xbox always or Microsoft always is excuse well our UI is terrible but you could always yell at your connected like search for yeah. stuff and that like yeah for some reason I don't know if there's a hardware problem and they're still connect. charging like one hundred and fifty dollars for the Connect and it's basically useless <sighs> now garbage and yeah so even as the only thing I, I've pretty much used my Xbox One for in the last year has just been a Blu-ray player and I'll fire it up to watch Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, X- the PlayStation 4 didn't have a Twitch app anymore, but now that, like, I don't even use the Xbox One for Twitch anymore, yeah. so... It's our it's our, it's it's our Blu-ray player, and I've played uh, a good chunk of Ori and the Blind Forest on it, and other yeah. than that, 
It's Which dormant. I can't imagine that's going to change because once you get this far into a console generation, things don't flip flop like that. No. Like maybe they, something will happen. They'll have some kind of big crazy game that'll sell more Xbox ones. But yeah, they have no. officially they're, they're they're done. They're they've fucked up this generation. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I didn't realize it was as that bad as almost two to one though. That's pretty. Impressive. I mean, I w- I will say I will start using it if the backwards compatibility comes better. Because yeah. I was I was like, oh man, I really want to play Portal Two. I got the after playing, um. Lego Dimensions and playing the Portal stuff and that, I was like, I want to play Portal 2. Yeah. But it's not... Uh, the original Portal is backwards compatible on it, so uh, the arcade version, so I could play that yeah, on okay, my yeah. Xbox One, but Portal 2 isn't yet, so I can't play that. That's really weird. But I saw something, too, about how they've updated the backwards compatibility program for the Xbox One, so instead of having to update... Uh, once a month, what's available through backwards compatibility, like as the titles are finished, they yeah. they will go live. So instead of just like the third of February, you don't have to wait till the third of February for all the new console for all the new backwards compatible games to come out. They'll just trickle out as I've, as they're rebuilt. But I've always wondered, and I I'm I'm pretty sure it's because of digital sales. But I'm like, I go to like say Fred Meyer's or Safeway or some any pretty much any like kind of grocery store and you see that rack of cheap ass shitty ass dvds i'm like why isn't that for games especially now that you can actually play like xbox 360 games on your xbox one just package the like old backwards compatible games for like 15 bucks or something and sell them yeah the shit you had a hard time selling when the old consoles generation was winding down at least repackages as exactly yeah yeah, play this on your new console like it's not like you're making cartridges anymore although i wonder because the backwards compatibility is dependent on you having access to like an internet connection which granted most people do have but you can't necessarily say this is backwards. microsoft doesn't care about internet connections They the don't. Yeah, they, I know. They pretend to, is but I'm wondering just cried. from a technical perspective, they can't come out and just say this game will work. You on could always Xbox. just put a sticker on there and say, yeah, some kind of play like, on Xbox One with internet internet connection, connection required or something. Yeah. But yeah, I that but sounds too that because because they want people to buy them on digital yeah. and play three dollars for something that you can get used for two. I'm still pretty impressed about Microsoft totally botched this whole generation from stem to stern. If they had had that backwards compatibility when that shit launched, they would have done a lot better. They could save themselves a lot. Even if they just redid the whole UI, even if they just ripped off the PlayStation 4 where you just have a simple, fast-loading just line of stuff instead of like this whole grid work of everything slow and sluggish and you click this and you can't jump back out of it and this, this snaps here and just... Oh, fuck. I had a hell of a time trying to figure out how to play a movie from a hard drive on that. Really? Like an external hard drive. Ugh. It was That's so many f- steps. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where I had to download. I would just, even aside from the confusion awful. of the design of the UI, just the speed of it is so sluggish. Yeah. Trying to like get, get from one menu to the other. It's just, which is funny because this is after they've had their big whole overhaul of the UI last fall, which yeah. like it moved a couple of things, but did not make it any better fundamentally. No. It's not, it's just moving the parts around, but not actually improving anything yeah so Ugh. it's completely understandable why playstation 4 is outselling it so much um did you see uh dc comics ridiculous new Hanna barbera comics revival i saw the scooby-doo which that's the big one that's going around because it looks like a ni- mid-1990s attempt it's very jim lee style yeah and it's all like airbrushed coloring and stuff too and it like looks... scooby-doo has like an eye thing on that's making emoji bubbles mm-hmm 
Uh, Shady well, I looks we... like a hipster. Uh, Fred yeah. has tribal tattoos. And the girls are just kind of comic girls. They didn't really do much with yeah, them. Yeah, uh, Wilma. Not Wilma. Wilma and face? Betty have been uh, transported <laughs> um, who's the girl? into the Scooby-Doo universe. Oh, Daphne. She's Daphne just got a bazooka for no reason. Yeah. And then uh, it's uh, Velma. Velma. She's just She's got a drone. Yeah. That's it. She's got like a little video game controller that's hooked up to a drone. That's the laziest, laziest fucking what, reimagining. What if this comic came out and it like turns out to be amazingly written? And it could really, be maybe really, could. just the designs are garbage, but the writing. What if I mean like, this, this piece of art could be sarcastic? It could yeah. be like, hey, look, we're making fun of how badly you could reimagine something. But something tells me that's probably not likely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's but, that. Like, I was talking to you about this last night when we were just chatting about stuff. I have no nostalgia for Scooby Doo. Like mm-hmm. I grew up on Hanna Barbera cartoons. I have no nostalgia it's for hard the to get Jetsons. Upset about this, yeah. I have no nostalgia for Scooby Doo. I watched these things every single day. I have a little bit of nostalgia for the Flintstones, but not a ton. Really? Okay. Yeah. But you love their cigarette ads. Yeah. And uh, Barney making jokes about his dick. Well, did you see the image from the Flintstones? Like the first thing no. they listed that. It's the Flintstones, except the it's Jim Lee, kind of like it's mid-1990s, lots of airbrushed coloring, except now uh, Fred and Barney, instead of being kind of dopey, middle-aged fat guys, they're super ripped. That's not the point kinda of... Kind of bulky guys. It's it's the Honeymooners. I know, and it's, it's not Ralph Cramden and What's-His-Face uh, and, and Wilma and it's Betty a, it's a funny are all bo- kind of sexy like... It's eh. a funny book. It's not a serious book. Exactly, and it's just, no, you guys, like, this is... this it'll, it's, It looks like a parody of a reimagining of what you would do with this. Uh, and the Wacky Races is all fury roaded out. It's all Mad Max now. Like, it's oh all post-apocalyptic. Gosh. The I'm... one thing that looks decent is there's a Johnny Quest Space Ghost matchup, which mm. they've actually made the artwork kind of look like 1960s. It looks actually, like, true to the source material, which is funny because they have, a, like, Brax in the background. But it's like Brack one was actually supposed to be a threatening villain. So, yeah. like, looking at that, I was like, oh, they got Brack. But I'm like, oh, that's not like the Brack we know where he's, like, retarded guy yelling about, don't touch me. <laughs> it's going to be like an actual villain guy going, space ghost, I'm going to fuck you up. You yeah. Know? Which... Man. Yeah, that's a... Uh... Don't touch me. That's unfortunate. Milo and Otis. <laughs> Did you not? Any space ghost fan? Space ghost uh, ghost I didn't watch space ghost. I there was, was the album. Yeah, with I, all the songs. I have a Cartoon Network album Binky that has Doodle. a Space Ghost album or a song on it. But Space Ghost like was, Barbecue. I was hardcore into Harvey Birdman. Oh, so. Okay, Harvey Birdman's pretty good. Harvey but... Bir- you need to watch more Harvey Birdman because didn't you say you only watched a little bit? Yeah, they had to stop making that because Stephen Colbert. Yeah, like, only he became got, famous. It's right? only got like three seasons, three or four seasons. But well, man, that show is. Well, if you go into like the awesome. Venture Brothers on Hulu, of course, one of the first thing it recommends is Harvey Birdman. I was like, man, did they ever like make more than like a season and a half of that? Once yeah, Stephen Colbert like became Stephen Colbert, seasons. yeah. Which I forgot, Stephen Colbert is also the voice of uh, the fake Reed Richards, the fake Fantastic Four Doctor mm, yeah. on Venture Brothers. Which I'm, I don't know if he comes back I, in the. I fucking love Redacto. Back off! I'll shrink you. <laughs> My favorite line I... that I keep, I still quote to this day of his is that booty too fine. <laughs> What the hell? There's an episode. I don't know if I saw that. That's a you great, know Reducto, right? Line. Yeah. Reducto's the one who's obsessed with size. He yeah. needs a black a black chick with a big butt, <laughs> yeah. and he keep he keeps using that his shrink ray on his on her booty, but to make it larger. Yeah. Is he the same guy? Was he the? He's like the Ant Man guy who used to be giant. 
Uh, I don't think he used to he be. He used to be yeah, all no, part of the old like, team venture. He's like yellow with a big head. I have to go back and see that again. Yeah, okay. And he talks like this. He's also voiced by Stephen Colbert. Oh, yeah. The booty's yeah. so fine. That booty, too fine. As I'm picking up the Venture Brothers again after not Back having off. seen it for a couple years, so yeah. I kind of forget like some of the like the finer points of the things that led up to like the, the yeah. season three. But yeah, that booty's so fine. I forgot that um, in the Fantastic Four universe, in inside the Venture Brothers, the thing, instead of being made out of rocks, yeah. he's this big, pinky, flesh, retarded guy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. just like, Meh! They do this whole Voltron thing where the Fantastic Four form a robot, except yeah. he's retarded. Like, he's just like this ice cream clown cone thing for an arm, and it just... Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah, it's... yeah so Hanna-Barbera <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so they're kind of fucking that up. Uh... Barbie dolls are now available in tall, petite, and curvy sizes. Oh, that's good. Uh, also in a bunch of different races, which kind of got me thinking. <laughs> are they all Barbie, or are they just all different characters now? Um, because well, when they no, th- there was always there was like I had four sisters. So I had a sister I can, too. This can, is going to be. I can educate you on some Barbie. Well, this shit. is well. This is my so, point. I was going to make when they introduced crippled Barbie. They didn't just call her crippled Barbie. <laughs> they they sure her, didn't. They made her Barbie. They sure didn't. They made her, just call her crippled Barbie. <laughs> they made her Barbie's crippled friend. <laughs> She's in the wheelchair. But they made her a different character. So now you got all these, which is terrible because we're quitting being crippled to being. Being no, anything but no, perfectly no. sculpted Barbie. No. But when they, they call her when you have Barbie variants in the past, they've been different characters. But now oh that you, God. if you've got a fat black Barbie, is it still Barbie <laughs> or is it like a new character named okay, Susan? So there are other chicks in the Barbie universe. Yeah, because there's Dolphin. There's Smonega. <laughs> Quarfar 5000 There's nobody with cripple in their title yeah. Shockingly I'll, I'm gonna okay. google image search Barney, there, Barbie crippled And see what comes up There is Midge who is Barbie's friend There's Stacy who is Barbie's little oh, sister Oh you really know this okay There's Skipper who is That's I'm pretty the... sure is also Barbie's little sister She crippled But um, Stacy is the Like toddler aged one And Skipper is like the preteen See that's what I'm saying one. yeah And then there's Barbie and then there's Ken. Uh, Ken, Ken had a buddy named Dutch or something like that. Yeah, right? he had yeah. a friend, and I think it, whenever there was a wedding set, for the most part, it wasn't always Barbie. It was two other characters, but I can't remember. Oh, because they didn't want to have Ken and Barbie getting married. Yeah, like, that was a little too like, uh, locking down. The this was also like in the early nineties. See, that's what I'm saying. If any of this has changed, so I'm kind of wondering. But I'm pretty sure, like the. I think the black Barbie and Barbie were interchangeable they were both barbies but i think the asian one yeah. might have been there's named nothing wrong something... with that i'm just kind of wondering i think the asian one might have been named something different but i'm yeah. not sure i think that might have been mid that's, that's the thing because now you can get like you can get black barbies in in, in different body shapes i mean it's funny because like the curvy barbie does really she have a big booty she has that booty so fine <laughs> she's got that booty so fine <laughs> But yeah, no, yeah, it was really kind of, really like the curvy Barbie, the quote unquote fat Barbie, it's just Barbie with just kind of hips. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. not really, and there's like a shorter Barbie, there's a taller Barbie. It's not that crazy. But yeah, I, I think it's more interesting that like, I don't know if they've had the different races for all this time, but this yeah, is, they've had different the races. pictures have been showing, it's it's a bunch of different Barbies of different races and body types, which is kind of oh, nice cool. to see. Of course, people are now taking umbrage over the fact that these Barbies now are defined by their body types, which people are saying that is also fucked yeah, you up. You can't please which, the crazy how do you people. Do, like, what I can see what they're saying, but like they're not defined by their do, body sizes. Well, they, they just happen to have different. 
different body sizes. Which, again, well, that is kind of like if Bill Mudrin came out and said, hey, here's crippled Barbie. You don't <laughs> want, she's not defined by the fact that she's crippled. It's her name, Stacy. She just happens to be in a wheelchair. You don't call her those crippled are, Barbie. Those are, like, how, how can you be all-inclusive and not... That's, but you still have to label you have things. To include, you have to yeah. put, say, put a name on it and say, okay... Unless this, you're unless every Barbie is a blind box and you don't know what you're getting inside. Which that just what it comes down to. Like, And, and instead of Barbie, it's Barbie and squ- scare quotes on the box. Yeah. So it's Barbie. Who you open it up, it's a can, you're like, oh, uh, I, guess I have one that was unsure of its gender. <laughs> so, that's not bad. Uh, the other big thing is also there's a game developer Barbie out now, too. Which it's mm, Barbie. Sure. Did you see the pictures? No. It's Barbie with. Um, Believe it or not, I'm not keeping up on the latest Barbie news. I saw a lot of news about this. It's her with a laptop, headphones, and like a cell phone or something like that. Yeah. And like, I think is she wearing glasses? Let's see. Game Where's the Lisa Barbie. Lionheart Barbie? That's what it's kind of boiling down to. Yeah. You pull the string. Believe in yourself, and you can do anything. Uh, Hillary. Cl- I'm surprised Hillary Clinton hasn't pushed for like Hillary Clinton Barbie. There probably was one back in the day when she was first lady. You think so? I think. Probably. Oh, that's one of the other things is, uh, along with game developer Barbie, there's also gonna, now going to be spy Barbie, fashionista Barbie. Fashionista. Which thing does it sound like you're going to be fighting the drug cartels while like you know shooting guns painted red, you know, red and pink tiger stripes, uh, and uh, President Barbie. Mm-hmm. So there's at least that going on. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of people were like, why does um, Barbie need? Yeah. She has glasses and head like, you know, like a headset on. If she's a game developer. Why does she need a headset? Like, is she like because playing, she's, she's designing her own while she's no, she's designing her own music. Which, she wants to hear it. Uh, that's true, too. Maybe she's Toby Fox made the game all by himself. Barbie's ah, making her point. game all by herself. But it does have a microphone. So it's just you're talking to somebody like you're doing. She's Skyping in with her business associates. Uh, that's there you go. That's why I are do... people questioning these dumb just, things? Yeah. Oh, well, she's got like an why does Barbie need a headset when she's at her computer? Maybe she doesn't want to wake Ken who's sleeping in the other room <laughs> yeah. with her loud bullshit. Oh, she comes with, like, a pedestal, too, for her, like, laptop. She looks like she's giving, like, a Kinect presentation at, at, at fucking E3. Anyway, but that's wow, cool. Hey, people whatever. are picky little bitches. I know. It's the internet. What do you expect? <sighs> I, this is us not complaining. You know I'm what? just pointing out this the is, complainings of yeah, other no, people. Yeah, th- no. This is what I expect from the internet, and I'm going to complain about it because <laughs> the internet is an awful place. Um, man. Did you ever see Gilmore Girls? No. Gilmore Girls is fucking good. I at least he was good back in the day. I heard you wax poetic about Gilmore I like Girls. Wa- I like my Gilmore Girls and I like my little women. Uh, Gilmore, Girl- Gilmore Girls suffers from the same fate as uh, John Carter of Mars where they fucked up the name. <laughs> really? Yeah, like how many people are going to watch a show called Gilmore Girls? Enough. Enough did that it could stay around for seven <laughs> seasons. Yeah, Gilmore Girls is kind of like... Yeah. But if they had named it something else... Because it's, it's about a mom and a daughter, and yeah. technically they're both females, Could but it makes it sound like Gilmore Girls. Like, it could have been, like, Gilmore people with interesting <laughs> lives. I don't know. Um, so Netflix is going to have four 90-minute Gilmore Girls made-for-TV movies wrapping up the Gilmore Girls saga, which is... How- uh, a big, only a big deal because um, the creator of the show left for the last season, and someone else came in and wrote the last season, and supposedly the last season's bullshit, which I never did see. Mm. And so this is going to be uh, also kind of like wrapping, you know, because it's, it's the characters like 10, 15 years later. So you get to see what happened to all the characters, plus it's actually being written by the lady who wrote, like, she was a good writer. She wrote some good shit. So. Well, I'm happy you get more of your I'm just girls saying. that are in Gilmore. Wherever or whatever that you means. follow, I'll be there. The big thing is Melissa Mel- Mel- McCarthy. Maleficent. Maleficent McCarthy. Yeah. 
It's Maleficent's fat sister. Uh-huh. She likes to fall down and fart a lot in those trailers for the her movies. I I've like seen. to fart a lot. Maleficent. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, so Melissa McCarthy, yeah, she got her start on she played uh the main character's uh, the the mom's best friend on Gilmore Girls. Uh-huh. Now that she's a famous, you know, star in Ghostbusters and shit, everyone's waiting to see if she was going to show up in these Netflix TV movies. Maybe she'll she's... just be dead in the world. Do you see that they're going to come out with a Ghostbusters game for the new movie that's coming out this fall too? Activision I, I announced. Saw somebody mentioned that. On yeah, the there's Twitters. no details or anything like that. It's probably just going to be a cheap downloadable game or some kind of Xbox Live thing. But well, I mean, the the Wii one was supposedly good, right? Yeah, the, the what the cartoony one, not yeah. the realistic one. Yeah, yeah. I've say. always meant to go back and play the play it and see if it was as mediocre because you played the quote-unquote real ghostbusters i didn't play either of them oh really yeah so that's why i said i'd I'd like to go back and play them and see if people's nostalgia was kind of coloring it or what have you for the original yeah for the well for the games like yeah like a lot of people probably were like i want ghostbusters i have a i hold it very high up so maybe it's an all right game but just not as good as ghostbusters yeah those games are worth it just for Bill Murray showing up and being like the most bored voice actor. <laughs> eh, how you doing? This is worse than Garfield. Um, speaking of disappointments, Numi Rapace won't even show up at all in new Prometheus sequels. Until now, she was at least slated to appear for a cameo in the next one, but now she's not even going to show up at all. Which, well, yeah, what's, what is the point of Prometheus if the main character's not even coming back? It's just like, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Did you you saw Prometheus? <laughs> no. Really? I heard so much bad shit for it. It's pretty fucking bad. It's not like the worst movie ever made, but like it, it was already useless as Plus, it I is. Plus, I don't care about. I mean, I saw Aliens for the first time a couple of years ago, so I uh, have no connection. Have that built up I don't have the for it, then. connection to the lore. What did you think about everything? Aliens then? It was good. Okay. Well, I, I didn't know fun. if it would hold up if you're just watching it for no, the first held, time now. It held good because I saw it in a theater. I saw the. Oh, so you the crowd must have been going nuts. Yeah. Because it was at the midnight movies that uh, Bobby Roberts and Cole oh, that would used to crowd. do. Oh man, actually, and I'm they showed surprised. like the crisp new Blu-ray transfer because <sighs> they were going to show it on 35 millimeter, but it like crapped out and disintegrated oh, or really? something. Yeah, it would have yeah. been like a 30 year old. Your point. buddy Mike Russell was very happy that it was that version because he's like, it looks so good. Oh man, yeah. man, how, were you able to enjoy the movie? Okay, without everyone just yelling over it. Yeah, no, the crowds there. You went to the KUFO days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, these that were was not the KUFOs days. I think these I, were, I saw Star Trek Two and were Aliens. All the other people like you and I that are like, oh, I'm just gonna sit here quietly. Yeah, and I want to enjoy the, the goddamn movie. movie. I don't yeah. want to like Mystery Science Theater through thousands. No, you shit. went to the bad times. <sighs> Which they got I still had a good better. time. Bobby and Fatboy, Fatboy Bobby and Bobby Court Weber. What are the fucking names were? They did a good job hosting. It wasn't yeah. their fault, but like everyone was trying to be like the wackiest like yeah, wisecracker. No, they they, they once they went switched over to the Baghdad, they got up beforehand and said, "Hey, if you talk during this, if you quote along, we will kick your asses out." God, God, okay. So yeah. people didn't do well, that. That really is a good environment to see that for yeah. the first time. Yeah, yeah. So um, no, yeah. I don't care about Prometheus and mm. or the world around it. Or well, whatever. and that character from Prometheus, the, the and is it is it going to be? It's it's still what's his name making it? It's still Ridley Scott. All right, then who cares? Which doesn't mean much. I mean, people are happy because it's not the same screenwriter. The Damon wasn't Lindelof. his last movie fine. I don't know. But didn't Damon, didn't the last screenwriter do a fine job? And Ridley Scott just changed a bunch of shit. Uh, there were two writers on Prometheus. The first guy. He hired, it sounds like the script was okay, but then he, Ridley Scott came and decided to change a bunch of stuff, and then he brought in Damon Lindelof. And that's when Damon Lindelof 
supposedly from our way everyone likes to describe it, David Lundelof was the idea of like he he was the one who decided, hey, what if half what if like some of these scientists suddenly like to smoke pot while they're walking around on this alien planet and suddenly get scared and run away like a Scooby Doo episode <laughs> and it sounds like a lot of the uh, idiosyncrasies of the characters were introduced with uh, David mm-hmm. Lundelof, which David Lundelof gets a little bit too much shit these days because I don't think he's that bad of a writer. It mm-hmm. just Hollywood movies in general kind of suck, but, I mean, he has come up with some terrible scripts by himself, though. But anyway, it's almost like Prometheus and the sequels are a bad idea to begin with. And lastly, oh, I forgot to click this open. Uh, J.K. Rowling revealed that there's 11 schools for witchcraft and wizardry in the Harry Potter universe, which everyone knew that there were other schools in Harry Potter? Yeah. Do you care about this? Do you care about Harry Potter? Do you like Harry Potter? Proceed. (laughs) I'm just saying Harry Potter! Um, so there's a like, she just came out like it was her Potter. I guess Pottermore essentially relaunched this week, which is Pottermore is like the online portal for like digital, digital versions of the Harry was Potter it books. Was down or just? No, it's not popular because yeah. it's just like, there's nothing to do there. It's mm. just like this online thing where like you can buy like the digital books. Or I think maybe the audio books even, but like she like, like she'll like come up with like new little Harry Potter, not even whole stories, but like little bits and pieces of stuff about the Harry Potter universe, and yeah. so she's always, like, putting up new stuff on the side to try to attract new people, but there's not much, to, like, also just reading on the internet is just not that fun, and, but, so they kind of relaunched with a new Harry Potter sorting hat thing that you have to do now when you want to go back, and she, like, had this detailed description of all the different, like, wizarding schools in the Harry Potter universe, so everyone's freaking out about that. Turns out the American wizarding school, which is called, uh, Livermorny? is uh based it's somewhere in uh, new england and was of course it is built with native american witchcraft interesting Spooky. so it's not just like ben franklin shit but it's like old shit and just all kinds of stuff like that i thought was kind of interesting yeah. um the japanese it's, one it's it's nice that she's invested enough in her lore that she keeps like making it because yeah, i mean she could she could have like been like Ugh, i'm so done with harry potter when she's done but it's nice that she still actually cares about it yeah she seems still to be invested it's not like she's throwing it out there just because she needs to make it yeah, she, i mean she doesn't have to answer these questions well exactly yeah it, so. um like one of the wizarding wizarding schools is like the japanese one is great because like the little kids they don't have to board at the school but they are shipped to the school from their homes like magical invisible dragons that bring them back at the end of the day. But when mm-hmm. they get old enough, they actually when they start boarding at the school, they're given magical ropes that grow as they grow and change colors depending on what year. Like all kinds of like little bits of sounds like the Japanese stuff. one's the cool one to go to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's what I. That's that's the first oh, one she described. You get to your wizarding school in a train. I go by a dragon. Magical dragon. <laughs> yeah, fucking a. Um, that's the Makahau Toroko Roko. That's the one you want to go to. Perfect. I just fucking Ro- Mickey Rooney the shit out of that, that one. Beautiful. Uh, tell your Japanese ballerina friend about that. Oh yeah. By the way, did you know you're <laughs> Japanese, so you'll love this. You love Mickey Rooney. You'll find this fascinating. Mm-hmm. Did you know in Japan, Harry Potter students <laughs> fly magical dragons, invisible dragons. Uh that is the Geek Week. That was the week news. that was. That was all oh, the news. That's fit to report. Unless all the news of the day. Unless some kind of horrible, horrible thing is now trending on you on on like Twitter that we didn't find out about. Probably. What the hell? Oh no! I hit the wrong oh, button. No, you did it now. Oh, that beautiful opera music. <laughs> yep. Good job. I love it. 
So yeah, I guess uh, thanks for having me on your podcast, Bill. You got anything else you want to talk about? No, a, I'm already emotional. Checked out. I'm just gonna let you wrap up. I'm just gonna oh. watching this Final Fantasy VI footage. <laughs> it's so good. It's so the opera scene was touching. Yeah. The singing. She comes out and it's like it's not like an actual voice, but she sings and like oh, I know. Honey, mommy. No, that. Well, you showed okay, up. You wanted to make no, sure. No, I figured out what that was because you did that earlier. That is KK Slider. Yeah. Oh, that's what, what you're it is. doing. Yeah. Which I could. I'm one of the rare people in the world who can sing. Except well, yeah. You're doing KK Slider. Yeah. Yeah. I can't I'm all choked up thinking so, about. So she sings about her lost love, but it's kind of <laughs> fucked up because she's a fucking she's a fucking uh, a general of this army, and they're like, hey. You look like this this opera singer. It's true. It's very lucky that this general for the Empire's army also knows how to sing opera. Yeah. And she gets on there just by reading a book real quick. She figures out how <laughs> she's going to sing this. And then she lets herself get abducted by this wicked gambler named Setzer. And he takes her up and there's, he's got airship. Yeah, it's some anime bullshit. <laughs> it's some anime shit. It's a fucking <laughs> revolutionary girl Latina shit coming up here. I'm surprised she doesn't have to fight for the hand of lovely brown girl in a lesbianific high school lesbianific. thing. Lesbianific. Lesbianific. They take off on a magic flying dragon, go back to school at the end of the day. That was the Boy Howdy podcast. Sure was. Fucking A. If you like the banter that you just heard between Bill Mudrin and me, the Grumpy Turtle, this is yeah. you can go to Chargypodcast.com. Yeah! <laughs> can have... they email us anywhere? Uh, I never check the email. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can we, tweet at us. We are at actually pretty bad at updating the, Tardy Podcast. the Twitter feed, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're getting our you've sea got, legs. You've got, what, 28 episodes to listen to now? 25? At 25, 25 now. I think 26 yeah. is up this week. So there's, there's likely something Some, that like, you enjoy that we, you can listen to us probably poop we, over. We have watched but a pretty you know, wide variety. You know, the, Citizen the nice, Kane? The nice thing about even good movies is that there's plenty to make fun of in good movies. Because they make some, some poor decisions. Yeah, uh, yeah. If, if you care about Casablanca, Return to Oz, Lion in Winter, Muppet Treasure Island, Babes in Toyland, we've done all these things. Tron. Tron was a good one. Man, actually, Tron, the double feature of Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Tron was pretty good because Tron was, well, not terrible, but we had just a lot to Tron say about terrible, Tron. Tron was terrible, but it was but fun. But it was fun, fun, terrible. And you wanted to, you, you're, you're loathing for me while recording Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's true. Which is something to... I had seen before, but I had not seen the era which of the show that we... is completely against everything this podcast, that podcast is about. Your venom is oh. so, is drippingly delicious. <laughs> On that show, so much that. anger, yeah. But yeah, or if, don't listen to that. Listen to one of the other thousand podcasts you, we talked about on if today's you can episode. Put up with uh, with Bill on here, and would like wonder what he's like when he doesn't have a oh, censorship God. in his head. Uh, or, I like talking about crippled Barbie. That's the worst <laughs> thing I talk about today. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, check out our, our other podcast or your other podcast, Tardy to the yeah. Party. And hopefully Andy will be back listen. someday. If not, then this is it. This is, we're just going to be doing <laughs> of the party forever. So, Yeah, So yeah. thank you seriously so much. Daniel did oh, not even welcome. phone in. I offered to let him phone in. I was like, it's Sunday morning. You can phone in. It's not the and He's like, no, I'm going to drive down there. We're going to make no, this I'm real. Do it. We'll do it for real. So do thank it. you so much for schlepping down here. Uh, and welcome. gifting me with delicious red velvet. Artificially well, You flavored. don't know if they're delicious yet, but I can guarantee you. Good. I can guarantee you in 24 hours you're going to be like, <gasps> why is my poop red? Oh, God. Well, that happens sometimes anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I look in the toilet bowl. It's like fucking Hawaiian punch in there. <laughs> no. 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 
Oh man, I saw this great no. picture of a cat that had swallowed a rubber band. No. And it's walking around, it's got like no. that little rubber band loop sticking out of its butthole. No. You almost want to pick it up by the butthole rubber band. No. Yeah, I can no. imagine the cow going, Meow. I gotta go. Bill, I gotta go play more Witness. Okay, I gotta go play more Final Fantasy. I really do. The only thing I'm gonna do after ed- recording this is edit this podcast and then mainline some more Final Fantasy VI. I guess I'm gonna go fight Kefka for the first time, I guess, maybe? Because I am near his house. I'm flying. I've taken my airship to his house. Mm. And then you've got to... What oh, are you I, What I, are you doing right now in The Witness? Like, what puzzles and stuff are you doing? Do you remember? Um, hard ones? Uh, so, yeah. If you're stuck in The Witness, just tweet at the Grumpy Turtle. <laughs> and he'll help way. you out. Uh, yeah. I actually probably. helped you out because I, I, I showed you where the gray cloud over The Witness kind of fits uh, into a thing. Perhaps. Yes. Yeah. I'll have to send you a copy of that screen cap so you know what you're looking for. Oh, I know. I, I, um, you know yeah, where you can figure, figure it out. out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. how do you make the cloud lighter in case... I don't know. I don't know, Bill. Yeah. Okay. It's a uh, maybe, maybe you'll be back next week. We'll talk about how you beat the witness and what you think <laughs> of the ending. And Perhaps. tell me how amazing that, 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 that the, the story of the witness is. So, oh, okay. Thank you guys. Seriously, it's really appreciated for you guys at home listening to us. And yeah, hopefully we'll be back sooner than later to, to, to blab at you guys. And if not, yeah, follow us over at Tardy of the Party Podcast. Tardy Podcast. Did I fuck it up the last time? Yep. Tardypodcast.com. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you, Daniel. I love everybody. The world is full of cool stuff. I hate you, Bill. I love you, too. (laughs) Take care, guys. Bye. I don't want to do this voice anymore. Mark's going to kill us. I'm really sick of it.